I think people want to see you, Mecha. <laughs> I, I think Kreeza says she's ready. Are you ready? Mecha's, Mecha's muted, but she's coming. She's coming here. Still muted. How is this happening? Well, oh, I uh, muted myself because uh, I've been typing so much. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I, I've written in this time that I, I started the call, I've written like a page and a half of notes because I normally, I did this for, I see the bills in the, in the chat, but I did this for bills and I'm just like, I'm so scatterbrained that I need to make sure that I'm, I'm like focused and I give oh, you man. good answers and I'm just like, okay, wait, hold on. I'm talking about my dog, but the question was about content. Shit. I, I think you're giving us way too much credit for this podcast. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you're super ready. <laughs> I think it's time. I think it's time. I think uh, we have Mr. Zion Yee is going to be here, but I think everyone wants to see your face. So let's do that first, shall we? Hello. We are here. This is the great ah! and powerful Mecca is here. Hi. This is so weird. I see myself on your your Twitch channel. How is everybody doing today? <laughs> Hello. Some hype and chat, please. It's let's get this going. It's been a minute going. since I've been on the Twitch broadcast website. I know. What's been going on with that? That's uh, that's true. I haven't. <laughs> I remember. Okay. I I met you through yeah. Dizzy Delo. Dizzy Delo raided you, and I was like, "Who is this?" And then you were playing Destiny at the time, and you're making yeah. Destiny content. Yeah. For a while, you're just starting up. Like you just started getting in your like your sea legs with YouTube, and now you're like, you own a podcast. Those are sea legs, by the way. Yeah, those are those. <laughs> well, those are sea legs. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. Well, I'm. <laughs> but yes, you're exactly right. Yes. Yeah. But um, when I came over and I saw you, I was like, okay, well, obviously we started a podcast, and so podcasters got to talk. But you, you're. Your podcast to me. I've watched some of your episodes. I've listened to yeah. some of your stuff. I've seen some of your clips on your your Instagram. Shout out. Uh, type exclamation point Mecca. Go follow her on YouTube. <laughs> do it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just should go do I'm that. I'm so professional. I love uh, uh, but the cool part about your podcast and your content is you've branched from like Destiny Two content, and now you've yep. moved into kind of this like content creation talk. Hence the title, how to create content the right way. Because I think. Mm -hmm the number one question on everybody's mind when they are trying to jump into content is where do you start? What do you mm -hmm. do? Like, what is content? You know, I think we try to tackle some of this stuff from the eyes of different content creators, but you're, you're like a professional and like a, whole ass professional so <laughs> my goodness thank you so much i mean technically i'm a professional because i worked in the industry <laughs> true well let's let's but, start right but there no, for thank you very much anybody who doesn't know you like uh any listeners that are out there we've got listeners across the world let them know who you are what what who is mecca what do you do what's your background what, what okay. why yeah just give us the the juicy details all the goodies oh my god i'm blushing <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'll give you a quick download of who i am um my name's mecca that's my irl name i mean no it's not shit sorry i'm nervous um it's, on, <laughs> it's my online name there you go um and my professional history is i have spent uh about 10 years working in the toronto film and television in, in industry there mm -hmm. you go um and um i have a broadcasting degree which is right behind me so i know the basics of the back end work i know a lot about the moving parts behind your favorite netflix series i was a coordinator um mostly for documentaries but um that means i 
basically I told everybody that was involved with the show where to be when and it's enormous it's an enormous job and so I loved that job but um I decided to move home which is now back I would say it's like the midwest of Canada basically Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and I just um I decided to start fresh and um you know paychecks are really great and having a consistent high amount of income is really cool, especially when you're in your 20s. It's kind of a huge ego boost. You're like, wow, I am really good at something. I can make money um, now, yeah. Yeah, I make I make the monies, yeah. but um, you kind of realize that there's a price that you pay with making that much money, and yeah. it's no life, basically. So now I am a Starbucks barista (laughs) that I love my life. I have a really, uh, I have a much better life than I did when I was in Toronto. And um, I'm just, the work-life balance is a lot better now. Um, But anyway, so now with with, uh, me being transplanted back to my hometown, I've fallen in love with content creation. I've fallen in love with um, the amount of people you can know across the world at any given moment in this in this realm which i did i had no idea yeah. what it was when i was when I, I mean i missed 10 years of gaming when i was working and so all these new games i was like what are these these uh this is an ocarina of time right. um right <laughs> <laughs> that was the last there. game i played before i graduated college wow they upgraded <laughs> goldeneye a lot <laughs> wow this isn't goldeneye um yeah, and um, what I am fascinated about is that through those 10 years that I was working, the online technology was evolving very fast. Justin TV had started the year I graduated college. Justin TV started, which is now Twitch, which is what you're broadcasting on. Yep, yep. YouTube was acquired by Google in that time, and so that gives them a big push. And I'm fascinated by the science of our network, our, right. how our network works, how it helps everybody uh, any content creator grow. And so I love the numbers behind it, the analytics and um, what why one thing would work and one thing wouldn't on a different platform. And mm. yeah, so so I'm more interested in the science behind content creation and the connection that it brings all of us to each other. Yeah, I mean, that's a great way of putting it too because I think a lot of people don't realize that um, once you're into a, like a community, like a, like a, mm. a content creation community, like I met you through somebody else that I followed and I've met like a bunch of people in chat, like VFL Corey, who just subscribed. Thank you, VFL yes. Corey. I met him through the Scott spot. Then I met Scott spot through Dizzy spot. and I met Bonafide through, through, okay. Basically it all, all, so basically content flows through Dizzy and then I figure out everybody <laughs> else is basically, that's about it. Right. He doesn't give himself enough, uh, enough credit because he is he like a God. He I, yeah, he doesn't give himself enough credit. He should yeah. though, but they're, they're amazing content creators. But the same thing is like, I met them through there. My sister got into streaming cause I started streaming and now she's Ooh, doing amazing. streaming. So it's like, it's cool how that's worked out and kind of gone. Mm-hmm. And we have Zion who's on the call as well. Zion, you ready to come in here, man? No? Okay, never mind. Oh no, the <laughs> this, poor okay. guy. I want to tell everybody, Zion has recently had wisdom teeth surgery, so he's he's taking it easy right now. It's been yeah. a couple days, so he's, he's got a little some puffiness, so I need everybody to come in here and be really nice, but uh, Ponchi, thank you for that follow, by the way. Ponchi um, is one of my old school BFFs oh. from when I just started streaming. I was a baby two years ago. He's one of my mods along with Crazy T. They're both uh, my mods and have been my mods since the very beginning so a uh, big love to ponch ponch oh absolutely and, and then and Becca, i have uh, to say this story every time with ponchy's name you know you have a cat mm-mm. okay cats have this thing this like chunky tummy part on their stomach that they have for fighting and it's called their ponch and so 
Oh. I always think of Ponchi when my cat runs and I see his fat run and I tell him that story every time. <laughs> and now so everybody... unrelated to content at all, but I need everyone to know that. Well, now everybody across the world now knows that. So yeah, exactly. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> We're hiding. <laughs> Sorry, Ponchi. Well, I think getting fat. I think you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Z- Zion, you coming on now? Are you ready? You still munching? No, I'm still munching breakfast. Okay, stuff. all right. Well, Z- Zion is slowly turning in. I don't know if anybody watches or listens to the Joe Rogan, but Joe, even if you don't, there's this guy named Jamie, and he's like my Jamie. Oh, fuck off. You're my Jamie now. He's like in the side. You guys can hear him randomly. It's perfect. He's just there. He's just there. Just yeah. there. Um, what's awesome, I love that you kind of transitioned from film, and then mm-hmm. you transitioned you learned that that wasn't what you wanted to do, but you still love the content side of things. And now you kind of yeah. built your content empire network. So give me some background. What was the motivation on why you started your YouTube channel? And you start like you, you were talking a little bit before the podcast about Twitch. Like what are your current s- feelings on Twitch and YouTube? Like w- give us a little bit of like a pulse on the content like right now. Okay. On my content or on the state of content? Yes. yes lady first and then general yeah yes you first (laughs) yes yes um so i switched to youtube because i'm kind of in it for the long haul like the youtube game is a very slow burn you're climbing a mountain right right twitch you can get instant success very very rarely but you can if you get the right rate if you know the right people all it's all about nepotism and networking which is absolutely fine the two platforms it's almost like it's almost a double-edged sword to compare the Mm -hmm. two platforms because they are not one and the same they're completely different things they're completely different monsters but for myself and my lifestyle the youtube game is is better for me Mm. um and like i see the statistics i read a lot of data and um in one of the notes I made, so do you remember when do you remember when the iPad came out? So this is 2012. Yes. 10, 2010, right? Yep, yep. Meme after meme after meme was made about the iPad. What a stupid idea it was. Yep. And nobody thinks it's gonna work. And now it's in our all of our houses. It's in all of our workplaces. It's a thing that is super important, right? So I was sorry, I'm catching my breath. I'm talking so fast. That's good. Um, but the iPad is a really, really great example of a company taking something that's kind of weird and no one really likes it and evolving. But it took about like eight years for everybody to agree that the iPad was a good idea. Right. And so the only other competitor that could challenge the YouTube versus Twitch game in my mind could be Apple because of that exact example. Apple is not known for gaming products. It's not known right. for anything, but they have the muscle of Apple. True. Um, Right. So, so, I mean, one is, as I said, one is not necessarily better than the other, but it depends on what you as a creator want to do with your content. Like my YouTube channel right now is all about, um, it's not, it's not funny clips. It's not memes. It's not reaction videos, which have their own market, have their own opportunities for growth and making yourself not famous, but monetized on YouTube quite quickly. But that's not the kind of product I want to put out. I want to put out products that stay with people, force people to do some introspection and think about it. But unfortunately, the, the market that's on the internet isn't really a market that wants to do that a lot of the time. So, yes. <laughs> so I know it's a slow game with the, with the product I'm putting out, which is encouraging content creators to make themselves better, like make themselves as good as they want to be. Right. Um, I can't really do that on Twitch. Also, because I'm a, I'm a bit of a control, control freak. 
So <laughs> I Me did. Too. I re- right. I recorded one podcast on Twitch. This is my first series I did. It was an Ask Mac a podcast, and um, I had um, there's a story that we read, and then myself and a co-host would um, connect with that story and offer our own anecdotal experience. Mm. And I just found it was too stressful to do that live. Mm. So um, I like I like the nitty gritty of editing. I like being able to upload it and make like know that whenever every episode I put on is like the best episode I feel right. at the moment. And then the, I do the next one. I'm like, oh, no, that's the best one. You know, I'm learning every time I do it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're, so it's kind of a long winded answer. What no, you but asked. that's true. I mean, it's it sounds you get the control that you want. You get the longevity that you need. And on top of that, you get to put out the content that you want in a in a controlled fashion. I mean, that's how yeah. I think most content creators start either on, especially like live content creators. A lot of them don't just jump into YouTube. At least I've seen like uh, maybe I'm biased because I started streaming. Streaming for me was instead of video creation, like I got into streaming first. That was my choice. Yeah. Um, there are some people yeah. obviously that go just like straight YouTube, period. Like that they just yeah. start there. Um for me, it was a live interaction with other people that really brought me into content creation in general. But then I quickly learned, oh, crap, like there's work. Like there's a lot of work. There's a lot, a, lot, a, lot, a, lot a lot of work to make it look flawless. Do you follow? Um, I don't remember. Are you a Destiny player? I uh, used to be. We yeah. used to be. Yep. Okay. So do you guys know Astacross? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. So like I, I over the I think over the past two years that my partner and I have been following Asti, I think he's been following him for a while, but um <laughs> you look at him on YouTube and then he's got like subs- like thousands and thousands, I'm probably underestimating here of subscribers, right? Right. And I follow him on Twitch as well. And it's funny because like his average Twitch viewer count isn't like huge right. compared his to YouTube. his subscribers. His YouTube is enormous, right? Right. That's the same problem that happened with Harris Heller. Harris Heller was yep. growing steadily on Twitch, but obviously mm-hmm. his YouTube channel far surpassed that. And then Harris Heller, if you look at his, we actually looked up his Twitch statistics a couple podcasts ago. We're like, because yep. somebody was asking like, you know, why did Harris Heller leave? And then he was making videos on like the downfall of Twitch. Mm-hmm. Well, he was not really, he was steadily growing, but not at the rate he was growing on YouTube. So it's well, like- it was the standard, right? So he had two numbers to compare to right. and monetization wise it was a better decision for him to leave twitch and put all of his focus into youtube because that was working for his product 100 percent. yeah and then you know it's kind of funny now he's like well twitch is gonna die now youtube's the best and i mm-hmm. feel like some of it's kind of like i didn't grow as much as i wanted to on twitch and now you know like screw them and it's like uh, i get i think the some. danger of that is that every twitch streamer is as unique as a fingerprint so if they compare themselves to Harris Heller, who not a lot of people remember this, Harris Heller got famous on Vine like 12 yes. years ago, right? Yes. So if you know that, Harris Heller has been studying data for like decades and he understands how those numbers work and he knows the product he's putting out. He's been putting out the same product for three years, which is the Stream Doctor product. Yep. And um, now it's Stream Beats and that product cannot work on Twitch. They're different broadcasting services for right. different reasons, right? Yes. Um, Zion, you ready to come in, man? I think we, everybody yeah. wants to see the chipmunk face, bro. I need everybody to like, come off. in here and hype Mr. Zion up. Everybody, Zion, Zion, Zion. meet Zion. Hello, Zion. Yeah. How is your face? As, ADH, as ADHD put it, Zion Squirrel. <laughs> Zion Squirrel, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is for my ADHD, this uh, pumpkin spice cold brew. Oh, and it's, it's uh, in season that's now. That's what I have yeah. a bunch of unsponsored uh, 
usually I would be drinking on gamer subs and recently Yin convinced <laughs> me to try out some You know you're a Twitch streamer when you have gamer subs and don't laugh at me levels. I just noticed this was a thing, so I apologize it's gonna go off in your stream. <laughs> what? That was gamer sub stuff? No, I just followed you. Oh. <laughs> Mabby. Hello. Well, all right. That's fair. Well, Mabby, thank you for the Mabby. follow. Thank you for the You're follow. You're welcome. Oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> glad to be here. I've been following you forever. Okay, so Crazy T is in the chat, right? Her and I uh -huh. had that happen. Like, we have been we were, like, friends for eight months at that point. <laughs> I was in her channel all the time, and then I realized, I'm like, I'm not following you. <laughs> I did the same thing to Krause Sadie the other day. I Crowd, literally, yeah. he's rated me like twice. I rated him once. I've, we've been in each other's chat. I was hanging out in his chat and he's hanging out in mine. And I look at one day, I'm like, oh, follow. fuck. I was like, follow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I was like, I'm Ooh. pretty sure he subscribed to me. I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> one of my idols, I have, I so I don't know if you know OB Katie Cat, but I adore oh, yeah. her. And um, I write, I've write i read her a bunch of times and all this stuff. I'm like, you know, we're, we're colleagues. We'll chat every now and then on, on mutual Twitch comments. I mean, Twitter comments, right? Right. So we have that rapport and that relationship. And when I went to her, I rated her once on her channel, like one of the last times I was streaming. And it's like, do you want to follow Obi Katie Cat? I was like, oh, oh no. no. Oh, mistakes are made. <laughs> so I'd just rather just like pretend that I never noticed that. I, I had, make an alert I had something similar with uh, we were good buddies with a guy named Seth FPS. And yeah. we had been gaming with him. I'd actually been playing Apex with him on and off and then recently got into some other games. And yeah. I looked at his channel, and I look at my recommended on Twitch, and he was in my recommended, and I hadn't followed Why yet. Why is he in like, my recommended? Shit! That's exactly what happened with Krausader. I was like getting on lines, like, oh, he's recommended. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Why is he recommended? <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Well, speaking of recommendations and recommend and all that stuff, uh, mm -hmm. well, let's jump into some meat potatoes here. All right. Um, so this is a big one, and this sure. is not, not on the questions. I just want to get it off the top of your head real quick. Okay. Algorithm for Twitch versus algorithm for YouTube. Oh, there's no algorithm on Twitch. No. All right. All right. It's <laughs> no. barely even a dog shit UI. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But I was writing this in my notes and I was like thinking about the pros of not having an algorithm. And they could spin this in a way to say, we're here for the creators, which like, and you know, people poo poo on Twitch all the time. Like they don't support creators, but it's like, you know, like you get high enough. Technically they do. You just have to like grind. Right. Right. Um, right. Right. And again, I want I want the record to show that I am for my product and my content. I'm pro YouTube because of what I need, right? So right. I, I want that to stand that I'm not bashing Twitch or YouTube. I'm just saying that for what I'm doing, YouTube is the better choice. Right. Anyway, um, where's my note? It was really important. I don't want to be, um, stand by. Stand by. It's very important. We're standing by. Everybody is on on beta. Everybody, breath. grab your butts. Yeah, grab, grab your butts. the butts. Fine. But pay okay. the duties. Okay. Oh shoot. Um. Uh, <laughs> Um, Jamie, pull it up. Okay, okay. Um, so my argument for Twitch versus YouTube comes down to what creators' goals are. Organic growth on the on the platform is, and I quote my notes, doo doo, yes. <laughs> which, which gives you the push to grow on other platforms. So if you're not growing on Twitch, that is your problem. That right. is on you, the creator. You are streaming to two viewers over the year. First off, why the fuck are you doing that? And that's right. a waste of your time. Um, oh, I'm sorry. We didn't check if I could swear. Can I swear? Oh, you can swear oh, as much dude. as you want. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. typed in chat earlier. Yeah, 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 we're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> that's really aggressive. Yeah, no, no, but fine. like, but, but seriously, like, I've made some spicy tweets before that have pissed off a few people because I'm like, hey, if you don't have any goals, like, 
again, though, this shows my own bias towards my, I consider it self-respect. I don't like wasting my time. Right. So if you don't have goals on Twitch, and I quote one of my tweets that enraged a shit ton of people, why the fuck are you on Twitch? Because you're, again, like you're, you're not, if you're not engaging with anybody on another platform, if you're not engaging on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, doing shorts on YouTube, anything, what are like, what are you doing? You know, like, what is your motivation here? Do you need validation? Which is totally fine. And that is totally understandable. If you're like, I just need friends and I need a community. That's totally great. Right. But don't complain after a year of streaming to two viewers that I'm not growing. You, Twitch doesn't have an algorithm because it doesn't. It doesn't have an algorithm. It's right. not just here to game anymore. and make money. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But you're not ninja. This is not early 2000s. Yes. I mean, it's not mid 2000s. This is not mid uh, 2010s. You need to find a creative way to get your brand out there, which is a word that triggers a lot of people, but yep. you are a brand, you are a product. Um, you are someone that is growing. And again, though, if you don't view yourself as a business, why are you on Twitch? Because right. that is the primary motivator of a lot of people being on Twitch. They want to get rich. They want to get famous. That's totally fine. But you need to then grow on other platforms and create things on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube shorts, because that's the only way you're going to then sad. grow on Twitch. Right. And the hard part about what you're saying, too, is that that's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. We've talked about mm -hmm. this in the podcast before where to summarize it easily, a lot of people get in because they have the passion and they want to mm -hmm. do it. And they're like, oh, this is going to be fun. I'm going to I'm going to take my gaming and, and just have fun with people on like in, the internet. Gamer. Right. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, every, I think everybody has this bridge they have to cross. It's like, all right, do I yeah. take this more seriously or am I OK with where I'm at? And if the answer yeah. is usually never you're OK with where you're at, because why would you turn the why would you turn on the stream if you, you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't like everybody subconsciously wants to at least grow a little bit. It doesn't have to yeah, be like they want to be ninja, so, but it's so disheartening when you see your stream report and you're like 200 unique new visitors and you had three average chatters. And that means that if you had 300 unique visitors and only three chatters, you are doing something wrong yeah. because you, you know, you'll do that math. You had a four hour stream, whatever that is divided per minute of new people visiting your stream. So what you were doing is your promotion was excellent. You were doing a great job getting your name out there. So enough people were like, oh, this looks really cool. I like this. Yeah. And but your content you, sucks ass. Your content, you're in your re retention. So, you know, like when you're in, have, have you guys worked in sales before? Oh, ever? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, lead generation, right? Yep. And and yep. customer retention. That's all that you're doing. Yep. So if your customer retention is shit, then that is on you as the creator again. You know, if you, you need to rely on the fact that you would have maybe two new unique visitors every five minutes right what are you doing to keep them as chatters you know yeah and that's interesting it's an interesting point people don't think about it in terms of like their their metrics seem weird like when they start mm -hmm. they're like oh i've got i've got two people that talk to me today or whatever right? yeah you're my right, ultimate that's... accounts on my laptop next yeah time. it's great you so, know but the there, problem is go ahead don there's traps there's mm. easy solutions that people use that don't let them grow as much as they should because they follow don't for follow. Well, uh, not only follow for follow, but like Nightbot and the passive bots doing the alerts of, hey, here's our blah, 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 follow for this. And it just becomes so passive and everybody becomes so used to seeing it. They just become yeah. blind to it. Right. And, and the thing is exactly jumping on what you said is that everybody has that. What are yes. you doing in your chat that's unique? Because you can have Nightbot. You can have the the Wise. I think Wisebot is not great. A lot of people might mm. have success with Wisebot, but I've heard just that's not really great for your chat. Streambot is not great either. Um, 
But like, if you're like, oh, so-and-so, like Mecca Air has been streaming for two hours and that's all that's in your chat. Two hours, 15 minutes, all this shit. I knew a girl a long time, Crazy and I both knew a girl a long time ago that was streaming and that was all that she had was constant updates in her wise mm -hmm. bot. And I'm like, that doesn't count as a unique chatter that doesn't make people want to stay because they know WiseBot is a bot. It's not someone yeah. to have a conversation with. Right, right. And that's one thing that two people don't, I don't think people take into account is kind of um, the, the there's like a standard you do need to have on Twitch mm -hmm. or YouTube. So, and, um, it's ever and it rises every month and that can be really overwhelming for myself. Right. Included. So let's, let's, let's step back a second then. And then let's, in your own words, then what would, if somebody wanted to start streaming tomorrow, what would be some of the standard things they would need to start understanding to like, and I know it's a giant open door question. Oh. I know, I know what I'm asking for. It's going to be a long conversation, but it's really good to like, what is the new standard? I guess is what I'm asking. In your opinion, um, I would I would say four things just to right off the rip. Okay. Yep. Make a schedule and stick to it. It's one of the hardest things to do, but right, right. it is so worth it. If you, oh, I'm gonna stream this day, this day, and this day. People know to look forward to coming back that day. The trap of that on the devil's advocate side is okay. <laughs> yeah. Say you stream on Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Mm -hmm. Somebody be like, oh, I can miss the Monday stream and watch him on Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Then you lose out on that Monday. I think the trap of that also is if you set yourself a schedule and you don't know what's happening in the next three weeks of your life and then something crappy happens in the second week and then you're like, no more streams this week or sorry, I'm late, guys, or I'm late every single stream. It's see. like... And if that happens back-to-back -back weeks, you start... If that hurting. happens back-to-back-to-back-to-back weeks, th to me, that shows that there's an insecurity and a self-sabotage that comes from constantly being late because the reason I say that is because that used to be me. Right. <laughs> I would be the person that was like, guys, I'm always late on Twitter. I get like two likes to it because I was showing my viewers they weren't a priority to me mm -hmm. if I was like... I'm late, right? And so you grow that number very steadily over six months. You'll go from 30, 40, 50, maybe if you're lucky, right? And you have hot hot content that's constantly new and, and fresh. Um, but if you're constantly late, they're not a priority to you. They're not important right. to you. Like you're like, why why would I make sure that I'm available at eleven thirty Mountain Standard Time if you're gonna be late? You know? Right. And that took me a long time to get to understand that because I was always late to everything in my life. Um, but content creation really showed me there was mutual respect the social contract you sign as a streamer with your viewers right and that's actually a really good point because i've been uh we'll talk more about this later on but i was you know i've been feeling that burn that 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 uh content drip burn and that uh i've been late more than ever i mean life happens but we'll kind of get to that to yourself yeah. that something's wrong right yeah exactly you know um so schedule so right. i would i Playing would in I yeah, would challenge and, that it would have to be some form of an overlay. Yeah. I mean, that has to be the standard. I, I don't know. Something under that shows that you care. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Because I think a lot of people will jump into streaming with a camera and a microphone, if they're lucky, or a headset, and the yeah. game. It's like, well, you're not, A, standing out, and B, you really haven't put time into this. Why would anybody put time into you? Exactly. Content creation is all about investing in uh, in view in the viewer creator relationship. Mm -hmm. So you, the investment that you put into the quality of content, that's the caliber of viewer you're going to get back. Right. Right. Um, and that's true. I mean, it's true across the board. I mean, the, the if they're only the here's a this is a, a offshoot of the question. But for example, it's it always is wild to me that some people can just naturally grow on Twitch 
and not make content elsewhere. I don't know if they're unicorns or what it is. They could be. They are. There are unicorns on Twitch. There yes. are. Like it's it's wild to me, but like for example, my sister uh, Miss Savage AF, who's been on the podcast, shout I've out to her. I've seen her name Hi. before. Hi, That's sister. a recognized name. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I recognize that name. So she has been putting out content, but she's been really good at putting out content on TikTok and Instagram. Have been her two big things. She's been focusing yeah. on two, and TikTok, for example, has been the big one for her. Um, yeah. She hasn't really jumped into the YouTube game, but she's very consistent with that and consistent with her streams and trying to create new content. And she's seen growth. From and that it. is the key: is consistency, consistency, consistency. Right. Right. step two yeah. yeah step two so which t it ties hand in hand with the schedule though yeah like you're right. saying if you're on time to everything and you're actually like committing yourself to hey show up 15 minutes early that way i can work through any tech issues or yeah. uh make sure my overlays are looking right make sure my sound quality is good make sure my camera yeah. looks good I, a tech freak over there yeah no I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a little over zealous on a lot of things that i do <laughs> a little bit when it comes to but a lot of stuff all of that little stuff adds up all the leoran board you've worked over the last eight months to mm -hmm. a year that word is a trigger word for me because it, it gives me my adhd yeah. has overwhelmed anxiety and i'm like leoran board no hiding mm -hmm. i don't want to look at you it's but I, yeah. it's one of those things that when i i know that if once i get it figured out it'll be so seamless but it's isn't that just like a stream deck it's, it's basically an online stream deck, but the, the yeah. thing that's great about it is that it hooks up automatically to your channel points. So you can also, Easy. anything that you want for channel points, they can so just So this motherfucker will be a banana one minute, and then he'll be a talking potato <laughs> the next minute. And then he'll be Kermit the Frog committing suicide, it. and then, yeah. Permitting. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you know, the technology is there. And I think the, the funny part, too, is like I've been streaming, I streamed on other platforms before I came to Twitch. Um, didn't Were find you any one success. of those? Uh, those? Uh, what is it? There was the caffeine. one that Which one? Caffeine. Ca it was caffeine. Caffeine. TV, right? TV is when I started. Oh, on. that's such an old word now. Yes. What? Caffeine was what? Yeah, that's... it's weird, right? So uh, what got that's me into streaming? The name of a Google algorithm update is caffeine. Yeah, it's it's wild too because I started on a. Uh, I started actually. To be fair, I started. Tr I tried streaming on Twitch when uh, day one of what was the uh, uh the taken king um raid i tried How old are you? oh shut up <laughs> older than me because i didn't even are play we the same one. age i'm turning 30 in like two months i'm 32 oh there it is <laughs> oh, um, i somehow gravitate to people that are within five age of five years of me it's perfect fine. so i um so i'm I, just I, gonna stay down here he's 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 the young <laughs> and he's, the, he's young he's young zion that's what it is yeah. so um he uh so i i tried it one day actually believe it or not it was also miss savage af i've never said this before but it was also her <laughs> first stream she was sitting right next to me while we were yeah. playing that raid and that was oh, my wonderful. first taste at, at streaming but then i kind of put on the back burner and mm -hmm. then i tried some weird stuff i tried caffeine.tv i tried facebook streaming for a little bit i made my hot girl summer of content creation <laughs> basically like where's i was like where's my home like what this doesn't feel right like caffeine was okay yep. i have some friends who are still in chat from caffeine days that still come to my chat and come hang out but that retention Twitch. is really good then if you were able to keep those relationships into another platform transfer because that is one of the hardest things to do because there's just a really short short segue is that Twitter trends um what is it? It's like when you're changing one customer to another 
customer on another product, which yes. is basically when you take your Twitter followers and put them onto your Twitch channel. That is like so hard to do. So congratulations. Ah, thank you very much. Yeah, it was there was something I have that voice or I don't know. I don't I call it the it factor. Uh, and there's some things that I, I still work on to try and maintain an it factor or stay ahead of things. I think that's mm -hmm. I always was drawn more to the technology side of things and being goofy. So that's kind of my yeah. content. Like if anybody comes to my stream outside of the podcast, they'll notice that it's like it's a like chaos. It's like professional chaos. It's like my chaos. That's the we, thing is like there's something interesting. It's like when you're when you're scrolling up on TikTok, there's something that flashes your like it's it's the old marketing ploy of odd things will stand out in someone's brain as un, as unconscious. Right. So you're just wacky and unpredictable. Helmet. Master yeah, obviously, I'm obviously a crazy person on top of that, so that helps. There you go. Because I am a, a psycho, you know, so it also hmm. it also helps. Um, well, I was in the Marine Corps, so we just we we're all. Oh my God, why am I friends with so many military people? Like I just like <laughs> suddenly someone's in the Marine Corps. Someone's someone was a paratrooper. My buddy Hater, you probably was in know the Navy. he was a paratrooper. Right, <laughs> like, exactly. Okay. It, it's it's just uh, one of those things. I, so I was trying to find like the the the, the place, and I I landed on which and i didn't take it very seriously and then mm. uh, literally actually it's october right no yes it's october yep. so literally a year ago <laughs> literally you can look at my twitchtracker.com analytics and i i started giving a shit a year ago that's really what it comes down to i started yo like, that was my favorite thing to look at on sally Nelm is people's statistics of where they started caring and i can find things that they've told me when i was doing research on my subjects for my interview i was like give me this give me this and then i'm gonna kind of figure out your trajectory through the data and that's my favorite thing is when they finally found that niche, that thing that really made them sparkle and shine as a creator, they fucking skyrocket, my dude. Right, right. That's what happened to me. I mean, I've definitely, I've quadrupled in size, which is, I'm blessed for. I mean, I fucking insane? love it. It's like, crazy yeah. in the year, but here I am a year later. And I think this is a good time to bring this up. I'm feeling mm -hmm. heavy content burn because I I saw a, um, I think it was Haterade when you did a, yep. I think you interviewed Hater Raid, where you guys were talking about, yeah. um, you guys were talking about like focusing on a specific platform and not, and that, yep. almost okay, talking about, talking about his Discord. Yeah, he's talking Discord. about his Discord yes. and how he made a Discord and he's like, cause I have a Discord and he's like, this is exhausting. Right. <laughs> and being a part of the lighthouse, and like, you know, my entire social group that we've, we've, I'm going to call it, we've grown up together as creators, everybody, mm -hmm. all the admins in the lighthouse and I were all, we've been friends for about almost two and a half years now. And, um, I never want to run my own discord because Me I know neither. everything that happens for the lighthouse. And I'm like, ah, no, thank you. No. It's wild. <laughs> you I know, mean, I have a discord and, uh, it, uh, is run by Zion and Bona because I am not good at yeah. it. No, no, <laughs> the, no. So my, my problem is this is like, for example, um, for the past year, like I've been posting to, I started the YouTube channel. I've been on Instagram. I've been keeping up with Twitter. I've been, mm -hmm. I started a TikTok channel. I started TikTok a couple months ago. Like I've been making yeah. clips. I've been doing, I learned how to video edit. I've done all the things I've, I've You're upgraded myself in the algorithm. Right. And I've upgraded my stream multiple times. Like this is not, this is, it's never the final iteration ever. There's not like there's graphics but, but you're going to show that's, up to, that's you a know, good piece of art though, is it's always evolving, you know, and that's right. the, most bizarre form of content creation that we're in now is because you know if you blanket the term content creation across the existence of mankind right I'm going to be hoity-toity with my tea right now but, but but content creation is a piece of artwork that is constantly changing you know it's mm. not like an artist's work is never done it, it really is true truly that statement because as you said you're constantly upgrading your stream you're constantly po posting to tiktok constantly posting to instagram and that is just because 
who you are as an artist is always changing. Right. Do you feel like I feel personally, I'll be honest with everybody in chat right now, because I, I ended up having that moment where this week I literally started my stream on Monday and I within two minutes like this is wrong right now and this is the first time i felt this in a year like i mm. used to look i looked for like i look forward to today like but something mm. this week i mean obviously there's other things outside of just streaming that's going on in my life but more importantly this is like my solace this is like my place it's been my place yeah. it's my passion it's my it's my my my, my the way Your i problem. unwind it's, it's my home right you know it's my second mm. home outside yeah. of my life and to not feel welcome in my own house was a very alien feeling on monday which is why i was like wow. yo i gotta like i gotta back off for a little bit and that's the first time i've run into this have you run into anything like that before um i think that was why i did the switch to youtube because i saw all my friends i felt like i was disrespecting my friends and my colleagues by streaming because i wasn't in it anymore mm. i wasn't like I see streaming as a thing I'm going to do infrequently, not with a schedule, whenever it's, right. it works for me, but to do it as a monetization thing, um, that wasn't, I'm someone that needs to do something. When I'm doing something, you know, I'm passionate about it and I'm mm -hmm. excited about it and I can't half-ass. That's the curse of ADHD is that when you really don't want to do something, you're like, oh, I don't want to do it. Yep. Um, right. Oh, I know but, that feeling. Yeah, but I am proud every time I upload something to YouTube. I'm excited and I don't look at the numbers really. I look at how long someone will watch it to see what I if I screwed something up in that exact time code. Right, right. Um, but I all of my friends are now averaging 40, 50, 60 viewers. And that wasn't something that was appealing to me. And I felt like I'm not um I'm not my best creator if I was streaming. And so I had to take a step back reassess a few things and i am a lot happier now that i'm not stressed out streaming right and that's huge i mean that's everything because you're not going to create if you don't feel happy with creations that yeah. you're making in the first place yeah. like and that's another thing too um do you ever feel like you're spinning your wheels and if so how have you dealt with that um with like like kind of like, definition um, of insanity where I'm doing something expecting different results. Not necessarily. So there's this weird. So let me define it. There's this weird thing in content creation. I think you you can probably agree. It's mm -hmm. it's it's hard to say. There's something you might be passionate about, but you're yeah. not good at delivering it. So even if you like it, <laughs> yeah. Even if you like doing it, that's TikTok for me. Exactly. So there's like yeah. there's, there's these things that happen in content creation where you might really enjoy it. Like let me perfect example. I made this whole series on the, I love Halo, so I, I did this yeah. whole series on the history of the flood. Oh, it's so cool. I, the entire lore mm. of Halo is fat. My brother and I wanted to do a podcast on the story of Halo, but yes. that's my I would standard. Watch that so my much. standard was way too high for that. So the problem <laughs> is, like, I no. made these little like clips and these little things, and like I've seen people have success with um uh, the Warhammer 40k universe doing the same style I was doing. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is. I, I had so much fun making it, and I was like, and it flopped. I was like shit <laughs> yeah like, I... your expectations that's that but that is the most sobering moment as a creator is you it forces you to understand did i set my expectations too high for something that either i wasn't capable of achieving 
or was the timing wrong? So someone I interviewed, I don't know if you watched the episode of my show with Mo. So Mo Rain's amazing mm -hmm. human being, one of my favorite human beings I've ever met. Cannot recommend and, enough. Oh, he's just the most grounded person in the world. But he talks about um, when he was trying to find his niche and he was the person I was talking about where he found what he was passionate about, which was Final Fantasy. And he skyrocketed because he loved it. Mm -hmm. but he was streaming Destiny. I, it wasn't Beyond Light. I think it was when Shadowkeep came out. Okay. And he's like, oh, it's a new game. I'm going to stream. I have such high expectations. I'm going to get so many viewers. And that is a trap we all fall into where we're like, wow, it's the best time to strike while the iron's hot. Everyone right. is only watching the top five streamers in that game. And so yes. he got super down on himself. But the reason I bring this up is because that was the thing that was out of his control. Right. So that wasn't anything he did wrong as a creator. He didn't have the, the knowledge to understand this might not be the best time if my priority right now is gaining viewers and gaining traction as a streamer and a content creator. This is not the best time for me to be streaming because I'm not going to get any new connections. I'm not going to be because everyone's going to be watching somebody else. He had to go through that to understand that timing really is a big part. Timing, luck and skill is very yeah. important as a creator. And um, that but that wasn't his fault. Right. And that's hard for a lot of people to con conceptualize, including me, because like it took mm -hmm. I. I'm a Halo person, but obviously the Halo playlist for Halo MCC, if you look at the numbers, like I'm, I'm like you, I'm an analytics freak. So I will yeah. look at the numbers like, all right, this is the best time of stream. This is when, you know, like this is the, the peak viewership. And here's the top viewers and here's what it is. Like it was a small, It's it's got like 1500 viewers on average. It's a very tiny, mm -hmm. tiny category. People who watch the yeah. game, it's a super tight knit community. Yeah, it's very small. So this chance of success could be huge. Right, but hindsight uh <laughs> it's halo and people are there to watch pros and yeah. especially in e an old game esports you know like you're you're not there's there's a market that you can't break into because the bubble is so tight right so being a goofy guy who's actually good at halo but most of the time was a potato on stream people were like yeah. i don't know about this <laughs> i don't know I how i feel about this yeah. Some serious until you put a sniper chills. in his hands. Yeah, I mean, I was really, I love the game. I'm, I think I'm pretty decent at the game. But did I, you tell them you were in the Marine Corps though? That would have mattered. <laughs> maybe would have helped. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But you know, the, the hard part for me is like, I Spartan. feel like this past year I've seen good growth, but I feel like I'm also spinning my wheels half the time. And that I don't know if that's, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's shared amongst creators. Maybe you've talked to a lot of creators that feel the same way. I'm not even sure. Mm -hmm. It just feels like I. I think it's partly that's what led to this this burnout. I've mm -hmm. I've like really tried to like upgrade every aspect of like not only content creation but social mm -hmm. media posting. I seem like I'm just bitching like crazy right now, but there's mm -hmm. a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like yeah. for example, I took the break I needed. I'm gonna start my stream schedule back up tomorrow, and I'm gonna like I'm happy regardless. Like I'm back on track. Mm -hmm. But the yeah. it feels like it's such a letdown when you like you said don't manage expectations correctly or you put your heart and soul into something and it just doesn't go anywhere. Like yeah. it is like the worst content creation feeling. Like is there been a project that you worked on where you were like, oh this is like this is gonna be My it. First I love podcast. it. Okay. All right. Tell me. Give yeah, me some insight. Give me some insight. So Okay, so I really love people. I'm really, that's why yep. I work in a customer service job because I get the joy and the energy from from 
uh, connecting with people. Um, but I, my very first podcast, which I just got an email from Buzzsprout saying, you just got 500 downloads. I'm like, cool. I haven't done that in two years. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was really great learning experience for me because it taught me a lot of tech skills that I lacked in the behind the scenes. So um, also technology and me are not friends because I got 46% of my production technology class in college. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm there. like, I'm not really good at technology. Um, but um, my, uh, yeah, so that podcast, I was so excited about it. I was like, oh my God, so many people want to connect. Like they just want to, that you would write a letter to the podcast. You would say, hey, I'm dealing with this issue and this conflict. Can you help me? And I had a form and everything. I, I made logos for it. I was so excited for it. Number one, no one knew who I was. <laughs> I didn't really have a great presence on any of my platforms. Um, number two, um, when people connect with content online, it's usually, unless they're actively seeking a problem to one specific solution, which in SEO is your keywords, right? Mm -hmm. I'm having a problem with a divorce. I'm having a problem with this person. Most of the time, people don't really want to hear about other people's problems because our world is so heavy to begin with that you yeah. want to break, you want to disconnect. So my podcast was quite serious and it was about like me and a, me and a host would give advice to that letter they'd write in. And so while mm. I feel, I'm still really proud of it, I'm really excited that I made it. You know, I have this thing that has 500 downloads which is very cool it's going to help me with google seo optimization and it is another side of my content that if anyone wants to look into that they can see kind of where i came from um and how like i didn't know how to turn off discord notifications in my first episode and you just hear the ping going off and i'm yeah. like oh it's so it's embarrassing right. um but it is um that i really wished had taken off because i have infinite space for people but i also needed a day off after recording because they were very emotionally heavy episodes right so yeah that was my learning experience and that's one thing too does that help motivate you into where you're doing now where you're you're did you dive more into analytics because of it like how did you get to the level you're at right now um also, I'm very flattered that you think I'm at a level. So thank oh, bro, you. Yeah. my name's Level AF. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, it's um, just um, I, I think when I look at your content and I look at your yeah. professionalism, I think that's what a lot of people strive to have. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass I'm like here. Right now. Thank you. I'm not smoking. I'm not blowing smoke. I mean, there's you. It's the it thing. It's the the factor I was trying. There's these. There's these. There's people. Like that, you just look at their content like, oh, they just they get it. I, you, yeah. It's hard to describe for somebody who's looking outside, looking in, because like, oh, okay, like, oh, that looks nice. Like that's what most people think. Like for example, when an artist makes a an, a piece of art and they put it in their frame, yeah, they look at the entire composition. They say, oh, that's beautiful, but yeah. they don't see that he's you know he or she spent meticulous hours hitting every single brush stroke. Then that composition made the piece of art they're looking yeah. at yeah. two or three times they scrapped it and completely restarted and over. again right yeah exactly so they just see the final product but they know that that you can instinctually tell if a piece of artwork is good it speaks to you or it doesn't but mm -hmm. a lot of people when they start making content it's like it's a blank canvas and a Garbage. lot of them don't know so when somebody <laughs> does have it right yeah. like when you i look if you go to your youtube channel like it is professional as shit if you oh like God, your content you. like your your clips are professional you're like the you've got the thing 
like either the it oh factor. Oh yeah, that's you like know? the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Thank you so much. Like but how that did really I... that really makes gives me a positive ego boost because I have been battling since I started a full time job at the end of at the mi mi middle of August. Um, I've been like shame spiraling about once a week because I'm like I have three more episodes to get out. Oh my god, and I recorded them all in June to be edited July, delivered all in August. Right. And I have three left and I I feel like I'm failing myself because I haven't been able to keep that consistency, but it's also a learning opportunity for me to be like, okay, like you can do this, but how much emotional labor do you need to put into certain things? And how much time do you need to decompress after work and all this stuff? Right. And I'm learning all that, right? So. So that's, that's the hard part too, is like, how do you, like, great example. So obviously I just said, I've seen quadruple growth in a year. Yeah. Awesome. You, any creator yeah. be like, that's great. Cool. And I feel that way, but I am such a, I think every content creator has this, like, if I get, you know, 10 viewers, I want 20. If I've got, you know, if I get a hundred likes, I want 300 likes. It's, there's this constant nagging to, to, to like do better in some mm -hmm. way. If, if you're, if you're in content creation to grow, there is going to yeah. always be that thing. How do you keep that in check? Like, what is that? What has worked for you? Or maybe somebody you talked to you. Do you mean like, not, not shaming yourself over failure? Or is it understanding where you begin and end? I think how do you keep that that ego in check of like, look. Staying in your own means. Yeah, exactly. How do you look back and say, hey, look what we've done. Mm -hmm. And how do you set correct goals for the future? Because I think a lot of people start streaming like, I'm going to be the next ninja. I'm going to be Tim the Tatman. All right. You know, like. And I think. I, I I rolled my eyes not to like make anyone else feel like crap and poop because of that goal, but it's a very naive goal that you only understand once you start streaming. Yes. <laughs> so you're like, I want to be on Twitch. I want to be on YouTube gaming and Facebook gaming. I'm going to get all these sponsorships. And the unfortunate part is that you haven't realized that you're a product yet and you're going to fail if you don't look at yourself as a product. And that's not dehumanizing you at all. In some contexts, it could be viewed as that. But um, that is the industry you're in. You're selling yourself and um, and you are selling the values and the ideas and, and the community that you want to represent. And I mean, it, you have an immense amount of power um, to do that. And ask me the question again. <laughs> so basically, and I'm, trust me, uh, it's like, how do you keep that 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 drive, that initial passion, not only moving you forward, but what do you do on days or weeks where things aren't just going your way? How do you keep that in check? Like, hey, you've come to this far in the mountain. Like, what are some mm. things that you can do, like, to like look back and be like, hey, look what you've done, dummy. Like, you've done all these things, even though this um, week is not good. Like, how do you? Yeah, what trends I think that's a really really for? amazing question um, because. The most important thing that anyone that's getting started or anyone that's a creator that's struggling, you have to create. That is the thing. You have to at least get yourself out there, get through the shitty times by posting some bullshit on Instagram or TikTok. It doesn't matter if it makes no engagement or no content. You can go back and go through. It's a diary. It's a visual diary of your evolution as a person, as a content creator. And it's really, really funny because <clears throat> I go back into the depths of my Instagram. And again, that's how crazy and, and J-Man and Haterade and I all met was um, through Instagram. Most of us met on Instagram. I met Bona through a friend on Instagram. Right. So it's absolutely crazy. Um, and 
I go back and I look and I'm not ashamed of it because I can see where I saw raw potential. And I'm not saying this. Everyone's like, I don't want to be conceited. There is a sense of self and a strength of um, self that you can express when you see, hey, I have actually done some really cool fucking shit. I've I've done things that I never thought I could do. And um, I, oh my God, I never thought I'd have 200 subscribers on YouTube. Right. And that is a low number compared to a lot of people I look up to, but it is not low um, when you look at people that are struggling and they don't know what they're doing wrong and they don't know what, what they're, what, what's working for them um, to come back and fully answer your question in those moments of like lowness my 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 creator depression hole <laughs> i spent and i called it that the other day on my episode he's like yeah you just get into a spiral where you're like i am crap uh, yes um, <laughs> that is a real garbage. thing spit on me quick <laughs> <laughs> reminder for mr level day f along that line probably the single coolest thing in the two years give or take a little bit more that i've known this guy mm -hmm. this is probably the coolest thing we've ever done yeah. Okay. So we gotta get into this into the view, man. So there you go. Yeah. Yes. From Wounded Warrior Project yep. because we raised over three thousand dollars for them. Yeah. Oh my that god. Was really sweet. No. No. And that's the coolest thing is like we did a charity event with for the fundament. This is before we made. I remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. About uh, six there. months ago, we made with three thousand dollars and like none of us none of us ever thought we would do that and it was just an idea that the admins had together and we all and like with my production background and bonus production background we both banded together to be coordinators for the event like he was the lead coordinator and i was just helping him um but it, you can see that i'm really passionate about that because i'm talking super fast yeah that's awesome <laughs> though how exciting was that for you guys right like you 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 raised money you contributed you made a change in something that you were like what the fuck how did i do this bunch right? of random like, hooligans came together to do something wild people, people decided to do this thing and it raised money for a good cause and oh my god right like yeah oh yeah <laughs> and that's the thing is like here's who this is the this is gonna cause a spiral somebody listening at home don't take this seriously um <laughs> In sales, you're only as good as your last month. Yep. yep. In content creation, you're only as good as your last stream or your last yep. video. I love your, that. Mm, it's, I love that. So when you said that it triggered when you said, you know, you look back at your old Instagram. Like if I look at my old TikTok videos, even from two months ago to today, it's <laughs> like the content's way. It's, oh God, like, I was like, what was but I it's doing? Because your you know? standard is constantly getting challenged and pushed and inspired by your friends and your coworkers. And, and it's just like, what are they doing? Not what can I do better than them? It's look at what they did. Oh my God, this works for them. Maybe I'll find something like that yeah. that works for me. Like, you know, Josh Barrett, right? Oh, like, yeah. like, yeah, he's an amazing example of that. So when I, when I recorded that interview with him, he had, I think 2,500 followers on tiktok he's like this is a weird thing that's happening mm -hmm. One hundred thousand last week i know it's crazy oh, and i recorded it. in june like it's october now what the yeah. fuck right like it's insane but that when you find your niche dude you're gonna just fucking soar that's the hard part i think i've been still trying to find that niche it's been mm -hmm. years of streaming and content creation and now doing all these things i mean it's like when do you buckle down as a content creator like what would the advice be for you <gasps> scott spot's coming in scott spot's coming in scott's coming Everybody, hey, uh, podcast pause. Scott Spot is in the house with Weimark, VFL Corey, and everybody coming in. The the real 
the realness cfk what's going on guys waist is in here how you guys doing man i'm just gonna brush my hair yeah brush the hair brush the hair it's a good little <laughs> little little time guys if you guys are listening at home right now we just got raided by the underscore scott underscore spot and they are amazing thank you guys so much for everything i appreciate you guys so much a little hype in the chat for you guys welcome to the podcast we're talking with the great and powerful mecca and she is she is dropping the knowledge, the 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 golden chalice of content creation, and I know I just put her on a giant pedestal. So, and but it's true. Trust me. And you guys should go back and if you haven't followed her yet, there's actually a command for that today. So go do that. Follow her YouTube like ASAP. Like go do it. The content queen. Yes, Scott Spot said the content queen, and it's very true. It's very true, guys. We were just talking about. If you make content, you're only as good as your last piece of content, mm -hmm. which is a really tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. It's... I think it's a tough pill to swallow because you still have your ego attached to you being a product. Uh, in the heart. If you remove your ego and your sense of identity from, I am, I am a bad person. I only got 200 views on this video. And last week I got 700 views. I'm going to go eat a tub of ice cream, which is delicious. That's fine if you do that. But that has nothing to do with you. Like, like, like 10% of the things that you did on that video are things you can control. 90% of everything else on that video is out of your control, dude. Like, you yeah. know, and, and, and that 10%, do as much research as you can. Yeah. And that's crazy. So I actually said this on a podcast. I'm glad you brought that up. It's like, I think a lot of content creators fail because they attach their ego to what they create, even though yeah. you can be passionate about it, but it is still mm -hmm. a creation. Like you are, if you make tires for a living, you are not the tires. Like they're just tires. No, you just made just, them just rubber. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you make a song, you are not that song. You are just, that's just a song you made. And yeah. the same thing yeah. is true for your streaming. I think, it's so counterintuitive though because when i say like oh yeah that sounds so easy and then i had go into a depressive sp spiral i'm like shit i hate myself <laughs> yeah. i'm garbage <laughs> like it's, you're it, not garbage you it, just picked the wrong time to uh post that piece of content that's, right. that's all that happens it makes it so tough because like i know that i'm not supposed to attach ego to things but at the same yeah. time it's like obviously you need to have growth but you it's like uh you know how do you make those those distinctions what what do you focus on like do you feel like everybody should post everywhere or do you just post in one spot and then you find somebody who's a unicorn and you're like well shit they got their stuff together like i can't get my stuff together and it's just like this it just starts that down we're like ah crap my content's crap you know <laughs> like ah, i got reset reset I button think, i think uh, like i am against posting every like if you have this is this is these are the really important things to think about to add context to what i'm about to say if you understand seo of TikTok and instagram and youtube and you have the time and the energy that's really important energy and the emotional and mental space to do this post different content on every single platform and the reason mm. i say that is because every platform look at Look at Facebook's evolution. When we were in college and university, Facebook was reaching its youth. It was very strong and it was connecting. Our parents were starting to get Facebooks back yep. then, right? Yep. And now the Facebook demographic is 35 to 55. Yep. So that has now evolved where no one younger than 35 is really on Facebook very often. And I learned that through doing Google ads because you learn mm. that your main demographic is older than 35 on Facebook. 
And so then, okay, so you're getting rid of that. So then what's the demographic for TikTok? People between 16 to 25. Okay, cool. And then demographic for Instagram is a little bit older than that. Like you could, you know, really it's very niche based still. Um, but TikTok and Instagram are also two different demons because Instagram mm. is owned by Facebook as well, right? Right. Um, so if you can post content of, of out of all your content, you can post one piece of content that will appeal to the de demographic on TikTok, that will appeal to the de demographic on Instagram, and then post a unique video on YouTube to get yourself in the algorithm, do it. But if you mm. don't have the mental energy or the emotional space or the time, post the same thing on all platforms because at the end of the day, the most important thing is to get yourself in the algorithm and get your name out there because that, that those are the main things you need to meet. And then if you have the space and the time, do the other things. Right. Hmm. It's really well put. And I feel like I've tried to do, I, I'm the, I'm in the second boat. I post my content. I make the content. It just goes everywhere. And like a video that is crap on TikTok. Yeah. A video that gets like, you know, 200 views on TikTok will get 5,000 on Instagram and like a hundred on YouTube shorts. And then it'll just keep doing that. And it'll do great on TikTok, and then it'll do nothing on YouTube and nothing on Instagram. I'm like, ah, you know, just, I feel like that's the other thing too. How do you get your, have you ever made a piece of content that just does well everywhere? No matter where you, it's like a golden egg. Um, yeah, it was the Destiny video I made. It was like my partner and I were in a voice chat and he was making fun of me for the exotic that I put on because I just liked the coloring or something. It was something super frivolous and not at all related to the exotic I was wearing, but because there's a good Destiny market on TikTok and a good right. Destiny market on on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, so that the numbers were relatively the same on all of those, but that's also because a lot of my following is destiny based because that's where right. I started. Right, 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 right. Um, but other than that, a lot of my content is dependent on um, the time of day, really. Yeah, so let's, okay, now let's get into for viewers and listeners and everybody across the world who's listening right now. Mecca's gonna drop the bombs. She's about to hit. She's about to drop the bombs. When? I haven't gone to the bathroom yet today. Okay, well, not those, not those bombs. Like different bombs. Okay. <laughs> I'm a, I'm an online content creator. I get to make those jokes. This now. is true. Yeah, it's and that also counts as content. So let's be honest yeah. here. Um, so when are the best posting times in your opinion? And that might be a double-edged sword, but I'd love to just hear. We'll just kind of open the door there. 9 a.m. Eastern. Damn, right out the gate. Yep. Why? Why 9 a.m. Eastern? Um, because the majority of, I don't remember the population in California, takes but think notes. about, take no, this is really important <laughs> to know. I always, 9am on a Monday morning for Twitter. I know that, uh, Instagram, yeah. I believe is the same. This is, and this is again, general content. So this is anything that will appeal memes, a meme. Okay. So it's, it's really, yeah, it's really <laughs> applicable to really anybody, okay. but 9am Eastern time. The reason uh -huh. is because 987 go across the time the time zones of the United States. Right. 6 a.m. in California. I think New York to California is three hours difference. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Me the level was three hours. Yep. yep 9 a.m. Yep. New York City getting to work. They're done commuting, but they might still be swiping up. Mm. 8, 7, 6 across North America, they're commuting. So if people are on the subway or on the C train or busing, that's the prime time to be looking at content. They don't have time typically to watch a long video on YouTube because that is that's data, right? So if you're right. on your data plan, then you're not going to really typically the chance of it's like 50% chance someone will click your YouTube video to watch it on their data plan. Mm -hmm. um, 
once they're that's that's the TikTok Instagram demo. But I would believe that podcasting is really anytime because as long as they know that it's there on Spotify, which I've been really bad at, mine's not on. <laughs> I have three episodes and I just forgot to do that. Well, um, I have some tips yeah, for you after the podcast. I got some. Thank you. I got some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> um, podcasting is uh same thing but then if you have it anytime they're commuting that is when people will be oh, listening to podcasts okay 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 right that was why that was why the the pandemic was such a middle finger to podcasters because that prime hour in everyone's day that they're commuting was gone yeah that's true that's true that, that's but the thing is like uh for podcasts also, go ahead there's also like I'm a general laborer at a construction company and I swing a hammer all day to pound steak, steal steaks into the ground. That's my job. Yeah. And uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts because I just need something to turn my brain off while I'm working. I do that when I'm taking the garbage out at Starbucks because it takes me 40 minutes to do a, gar- a garbage run and I'll just turn on a podcast and there you go. How right. big exactly is your said? goddamn garbage can? We, That's we're- a lot of garbage. We're in we're in a mall, so we have to go ah, into like the industry, okay. like the industrial mall garbage. Yeah. No, it's it's super interesting on the podcast. So those are like the best practices for posting. What are the best practices and like where where have you found the content is like flowing to now? You said you brought up memes. Like, do you think yeah. that all content can work just as much as it did two years ago, or do you think like the flow has changed? Very good question. I haven't actually looked at any any data for the past two years because we were in an anomaly of two years. True. So anything that happened over the past two years is kind of a write-off because we're about to go back to normalcy. And hopefully the difference, I think the one thing that's that's gonna be consistent is more people are now gonna be working from home. I think that's Mm. gonna stay the same. Um, but that also means that you might have more people looking at your content because they are in a job that they hate. So they're getting distracted with YouTube. Like right. it's shit like that. Um, so the numbers aren't really reliable to measure from right now. So I don't really have a great answer for that. Yeah. It's interesting too, because like obviously people, so it's like this weird amalgamous thing to me in content creation, because your content as a content creator changes, the, the platforms, change their algorithms so the content you made even two weeks ago might not work with one con one algorithm change could completely change your audience oh yeah in part of my seo training when i was i was i took a course on coursera which is amazing because it's two weeks for free and then it's 60 bucks a month after that which shout is out to coursera coursera and and it's a seo specialist optimization course mm-hmm. and it's uh it takes six months to finish it so i'm halfway through it writing but it I was, down too. yeah coursera do it do it do it do it i swear to god that's gonna help you with your content so much um i'll send you the link to the course anyway okay. um and it talked about how a youtube algorithm absolutely screwed over so many small businesses and it was just one little change in their coding and it accidentally shut down anyone's visibility this was like two years ago um but it literally just shut everything off and they're like oh my god what did we do they changed one thing so the youtube algorithm which is a google uh, the google algorithm can screw up a lot of things yeah. even unintentionally right they just had that big thing that just happened with Facebook where Facebook was down like what a year a week ago and it shut down Instagram. Like all the yeah. algorithms, everybody's content that was being posted wasn't getting posted. Like yeah. just a shutdown. And people and wonder. You think, about, you think about like, you know, we're smaller creators, right? And I'm gonna yeah. use that term loosely because we have a small um puddle of impact here. Yep. Um, but we can still create some impact, but not as much as someone that's huge, like Harris Heller. Pebbles. Example, right? 
They, they're no, throwing boulders. Have, we got little pebbles. We don't have the we're doing pebs. We're, 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 we're pet people. <laughs> so we roll. <laughs> but, think, you know, like the butterfly effect, right? That doesn't mean that we can't create any impact. Um, but um, someone that has an industry, an entire... Okay, so I worked for Property Brothers, right? This is a really great example of that. And I... Um, had no understanding before I worked for them how mm. big their uh, machine was. Like they are an international household name, right? Right, right, right. And I was just like, oh, they just care about lamps and shit. Like it was fine. I was like <laughs> in my mid twenties. I didn't give a shit. I did not understand the opportunity Either. I had until I left that job. These are lamp people. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, wow, I really could have done good things there. Yeah. <laughs> but I was too arrogant. I was in my mid twenties. I knew everything, right? Of course, invincible. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, but. They are they are a moving machine. They have so many moving parts. And if Facebook or Instagram was down for someone that's a huge influencer, they might have lost two million dollars that day, you know? And and it's something like that where it comes down to money. And that again is an example of why you shouldn't keep yourself on one platform. Right. We have it's like diversifying a portfolio if you're investing. Same thing. Exactly. Can't can't put all your eggs in one basket. No. That's why I'm j I, I can't lie. Unless though. It's Unless it's what? Unless it's GameStop. Unless it's GameStop, yeah. and then everybody uh, to the moon. You're gonna be rich forever. Yeah. Sorry to bounce. I have a family thing going on. I gotta take off for a couple. All right, so we'll see you back in a bit, own. man. And good luck with the face. I love you. All right. Uh, yeah, it's kind of wild to me, man. It, it's kind of one of those things where I, um, I'm, I can't lie. I'm kind of envious of people who get big on Twitch because I just like. Mm -hmm. You know why? I, I want to ask yeah. you why. Okay, so why? So I'm more like why? That's what's kind of how I feel. No, I, I, um, to me, what have you attached to Twitch that is all seeing for it, you? It seems like the, it's like the, the, it's like the, my favorite way to make content, mm -hmm. and so if I could just make content here, it would make my life better. And since mm -hmm. it's not happening, it's yeah. like. Fuck. Have you, you thought know. about Facebook gaming? So this is also another big conversation we can have. I've mm. it's it's a weird spot for Twitch. We actually had this big giant podcast where I, I basically was like making people put on tinfoil hats and like talking like, okay, well, Twitch. There's actually a really interesting theory that Twitch might yeah. actually be out of money. Like they they're losing big content creators to YouTube and obviously mm. Google money is making sure yeah. those content creators come over a lot of yeah. other bigger That's content creators. I was creators. very delicate about what I was saying about my personal opinion. And I was like, wait, now my product works good on YouTube, but I am also of your mindset where their, their business plan, I don't believe can survive five years past this. My, a girl I work with, I felt so bad. I work with a girl at Starbucks as a Twitch streamer. She's in the Sims world. And I was like, <laughs> I was talking to her about, I was on the phone with one of our friends in a crazy, I was on the phone with Bergen um, on my break at work one time, nice. like two weeks ago. And I was, I was trying to like help him through his YouTube channel. Uh -huh. And I'm just like on my 15 minute break. I'm like, yes, I will help you. And then she's like, oh, what were you talking about? I was like, oh, YouTube. She's like, oh, why are you talking about YouTube? And I'm just like, cause Twitch can't survive in the next five years. And she's like, uh, <laughs> and yeah, she just it's started a... screaming. And I feel like I just like killed her dog. Like, right. I mean, so we they, we made this distinction. Like if we if we really put into terms, like mm -hmm. okay, streaming in general is yeah. very new, right? There's really yeah. not Twitch is the top dog right now. But just like when cars first came out, there was 120 different car manufacturers. But now we have mm -hmm. basically seven, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of how it goes. Same thing with airlines. And same thing like for example, if we're talking about content creation as a whole. 
it's mm -hmm. a, it's like streaming is a baby comparatively yeah. speaking to like the film industry the music industry like these have been well, around the for film hundreds industry's only been around for 100 years but then if you think about this let's go big picture here let's yeah. look at this <laughs> technology is new because the industrial revolution is only in the 1700s <laughs> right so we're suddenly like oh we're doing all these things in right. the bigger scheme of things any new piece of artwork new media anything like that is like a speck in the galaxy like 100 so small yeah it's time and that's the hard part too so i think a lot of creators don't get like numbers wise for example mm -hmm. this is gonna shock a lot of people but i said in the podcast that twitch has like five times as much of the viewership as youtube but only okay. makes about 500 million dollars more mm -hmm. than youtube i think that's why it's also so hard to feel seen Kinda as wild. a creator when they take 50 percent of your cut compared to a platform like patreon where they probably have the surplus on their bottom line to do that right you know and if amazon bezos he just sent captain kirk to the fucking space i know come on space. man right Get off, oh, but, take off your freaking like cowboy hat and pay us our money. <laughs> but but why is he gonna care about this? No. Like it's it's not a priority to him. He's no. looking to infinity and beyond lols. And um I think I think the thing is, that's why I say it's five years, is I think that we have a five year span and um that is squeeze squeeze the towel out i'll get it get all you can out right. of it and then i think that it will possibly rebrand into something else i'm not saying twitch is going to go nowhere right. but the status in right now cannot survive no i agree with that i think that's i think even twitch knows that what's mm -hmm. happening right now is un i mean untenable like for example mm -hmm. amarath finally got her big ban so she's big i follow band. her no but she's back she's i she's follow back her now? just because okay. right. i admire i i admire her um she is incredibly hardworking. Oh and yeah. I, and, 100%. You know, and I'm like, and that's why I follow her. I see how many viewers she has every day because I, and I have Pokemans right above her on my followers, right. but I'm just like, because those are creators, whether or not you agree with their content, oh, yeah. those are creators that fucking bust their ass every single day. Amaranth does not have a day off. Neither uh -huh. does Pokemane. Yep. And that means like they are going to strike while the iron's hot. The iron's been hot for those women for four years 100%. and they're going to keep striking it while they can because they know that this is gonna it's like being an actress in hollywood you have a five-year lifespan and then you're done yeah right? that's ex exactly how it goes man and yeah. i agree with that 100 percent. i mean i think uh and this is not a this is not a, a attack on them in any way shape or form it's just mm -hmm. kind of like for example it just kind of shows the issues with twitch for example yeah. she's uh amarath is uh they had the whole big twitch leak that just happened mm -hmm. recently I, I we haven't had a podcast about <laughs> that yet. Did you make? i wanted to read about that <laughs> oh my god so it's it's a nightmare they literally yeah. the source code all of the top streamers earnings on yeah. twitch all of the partner yeah. deals they had they know the yeah. the no hit list so people who are unbannable by twitch's <gasps> eyes that came out really amaranth was on it and which is yeah. why well, she, she's a fucking huge bottom line seller so why would they ban her permanently so like she's have... 11.4 thousand viewers right now and if you even cut that in half how many subscribers is that that is one stream Right. That's yes. not a that's not a theme stream. That's not a holiday stream. And like it, it's it, wild. You can't argue with money, especially with a man like Bezos that made the first online bookstore in the early nineties. Like it's right. you know. Yeah, and so it's nothing against the creators, it's just how Twitch is running things in general is obviously yeah. not it's not it's not gonna work. You can't do it this way. There yeah. needs to be some some massive changes. We've yeah. I've kind of beaten this 
topic up on this platform a bunch. It's not even a hatred on Twitch. I just wanted to do better because obviously mm-hmm. I want to be here. Like I'm streaming on here. a podcast right now. Like yep. so when you you know like when we were talking about how we got a raid. Oh, another raid. What's going on, people? What's going on, Another one. A refuse PC. What's up, my friend? What's Welcome. My friend? Okay. to the stream how are you guys doing if you guys don't know this is miss mecca the the co- the content creator guru on the podcast here with us today rice ball raid i love it welcome guys welcome to the stream we're talking content we are talking content you guys show up at the right time because we were just bashing twitch so <laughs> we're just bashing twitch we are, on. we're not bashing twitch we're analyzing numbers and looking yes. at past failures of business and understanding what is happening exactly and it's diplomacy one of those, is important <laughs> it is this is very true okay it's not a, it's not a, we want them to do better because if they don't we're all in a lot of trouble because we all love this platform just like you just came and raided me from another twitch channel over to my yeah. channel yeah. it's like how do we get this better and so the thing that sucks for me mecca is like I'm not gilded flawless. Sorry, uh-oh, I had to interrupt uh-oh. you. That's very important. I need to, everyone to know that. <laughs> Slade Ragnaros solo and classic, apparently. I'm a gilded dredgen, though, twice now. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> Hydrated says okay. that you, you slayed Ragnaros in only gray gear. So I'm just saying. I guess that's the thing that happened. That's, I, don't uh, I, guess know. That's I, I must have done it in my dreams. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Podcast is going great, guys. We're, we're having a blast over here. And again, I thank you for that raid. Guys, if you guys can do me a favor, if you guys are listening at home, Please do me a favor. Go follow. It's refuse underscore PC number one and number two for the raid. Number two, Mecca. If you guys type uh. Mecca in <laughs> chat, it will bring you over to her YouTube channel. You need to go follow right Thank now. Thank you, my dude. Right now. Like, don't like leave my channel and go there and then come back. <gasps> but like, you go come back. But like, you know, <laughs> go over there real quick. Let's be friends. Up. <laughs> Pull it up <laughs> on a tab, please. Um, it's it's weird to me though when it comes to twitch comes to youtube and obviously people are like jumping ship to like all these different platforms um for me twitch i've made the most friends i've made in my gaming career and i've been i've been a gamer since i was like 20 uh, like five years old i'm 32 i've been gaming forever and this is the most fun i've ever had and i don't i just envy people who just do really well on twitch and only do well on twitch i'm like i want yeah. that so badly i just want to i want to turn the do camera you want on the sense of connection or do you want the community do you want people just to hang out with you what is your motivation there because it sounds like there's some threads that should be pulled on because yeah you're like i want to do live streaming content and in my mind the most successful way to rise very 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 quickly is facebook gaming yeah um but that doesn't mean those views are authentic that's, that's the thing the other like side the scroll doesn't count as the scroll counts as a view but you know on Twitch you are having consistent present viewers. Exactly. It's it's not about the numbers of viewers that are here. It's about mm-hmm. the community that we've built here. And I everybody has a community on their channel. I'm not saying that. Like I'm saying this is a network. Like last night yep. I was playing with Crazy. Uh shout out to Crazy. Thank you for for Crazy. inviting me to come play. <laughs> we played uh GTFO last night and it was super yep. fun. But I wouldn't have had that connection without Twitch. I wouldn't have been I able to it. meet Bone. I wouldn't have been able to meet you. Like it's the yeah. actual general like I support your stream because I actually like your content. So I will be there. You know, it's like, and people who come to my stream do the same thing. And that's like, 
that's not anywhere else. Like even uh, well, Tim the Tapman talked like, about I that will, the other day. If I were to stream, I know I'd probably have 20 consecutive viewers that are consistently there because those are my people. Those are the friends that I've made over the past two years. Those are the people I know that will be there, no question. Throughout the stream, if it's four hours, I'll probably get another 10 of my other friends that will stop by depending on the time of streaming. But I know because that is, I agree with you completely. And that's why it's also been hard for me to transition to YouTube streaming because my all my friends are on Twitch. Like my, if I want to just hang out with people and have a good community day, I'll just be like, hey guys, I'm streaming now. And they'll just right. hang out or have me on Lurk, right? Right, 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 right. It's true. That's very true. I think that it's the community. It's it's kind of the momentum we've I've built on Twitch. I make my content here. I do my recordings on Twitch, and then I break that content down, and that's what goes yep. to my other social media platforms. Yep. I like the style of Twitch. I've made my friends here. It's just like this is my spot that I've found. I've before I told you early in the podcast. I've tried other places, and this yeah. felt the just. This is where it, it felt, felt like right. a community center. Yeah. Right. It just felt right. Yeah. And then so when I say I'm envious of people who can just stream on Twitch and then they can just they just grow organically and they just keep doing Bruh. it. It's like, I want that so bad. But I my yeah. ass has to do the hard way. My yeah. my my butt, I have to do like all the extra work and that's it leads to like burnout for me sometimes because like jesus christ like can i just turn the camera on sometimes and then just yeah i know i know know it's not 2015 i know no but i'm i i'm not saying that to shame because i know that you know that Uh, but it's it's i think that's such a common viewpoint that a lot of people have where it's like i just want to turn the camera on and like no (laughs) can't do that anymore i know it's you you have to ask yourself why you even want to do this then if that's the only motivation are you lonely which is totally reasonable if you're like some people to hang out with which is totally fine yes but you have to be honest with yourself that you're not going to become a business if you just do that yeah you can't have your cake and eat it too if you just want to hang out with people and there's three people in chat and you guys are friends and that's cool Mm -hmm. then you should be cool with that but if you want growth there's yeah. like you have to do these other things too you can't yeah. you know, can't do anything you, you have to there's really no way like i think the worst statement that i heard but super true watch this clip of like um uh what's his name um uh lupo he was talking oh, about yeah. he was saying he was like look the only way to grow on twitch is grow on other platforms i'm like oh shit <laughs> Like you just felt like a gun to your head. You're yeah. like, no. I just but I'm putting so much here. effort. That's also a really heartbreaking thing to go through is when you've put so much energy into your stream labs, you've built this, you have your Discord popping off, everything. All that effort feels a little bit wasted because you're like, oh, but I did this for Twitch. Yes. You know, but you learn Twitch, you can learn on the platform. Um, yeah. There's a question from Aragon. Yes. So the big question is, my question for you is, how do you tell if your viewers on Twitch or any other streaming service are authentic enough? That is the pro of Twitch over something like Facebook gaming, because the reason I was like, the reason I suggested Facebook gaming to leveled is because you can grow and get Facebook partnership very quickly because their algorithm is skewed. And it's kind of rumored to say they're doing that on purpose to persuade people to come over to Facebook gaming. Right. Um, right. It's not authentic. So you're on your phone. You're on You're on Facebook scrolling. I've just scrolled past leveled and I'm not going to click on it because it doesn't appeal to me. But my scroll counts as a view. 
So right. that's why on Facebook Gaming you see 20,000 viewers on someone that you've never heard of before because they're scrolling. And that's mm. why. So that's an inauthentic view. But again, if you want to grow and get your brand out there as fast as you can, that is the best way to do it because those views will translate to sponsors. Like, oh, you have numbers, right? Anyway, Facebook rules the internet. We all know that. Yeah. Um, authentic views on Twitch are people that will engage with their chat. People that are even lurking and saying, hey, I'm here, I'm lurking. You know, the Twitch feeds on relationships. Yeah. That's very it's true. The primary difference. Yeah. And that's, I think that's why people said, like, uh, Tim Tatman had a clip the other day where he was saying that um, there's just nothing, like, YouTube might have the numbers, but they don't have the, the infrastructure yet for live streaming. Like, they don't have, yeah. like, if my viewer, like, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Dr. Disrespect just said, he's like, if I'm done with the stream, my viewers just leave. Like, they, they don't go anywhere. I don't connect yeah. with anybody else. I can't go raid yeah. somebody. I can't send yeah. them anywhere. Like, they just show up for me and then see ya. Like, and that's well, it. Growing like, as a content creator feeds on networking, right? Yeah, so as we 100%. talked about our group of friends and how you and I have never had a one-on-one -on -one chat, but we've known each other for about a year. Yep. Right. hundred percent. So that's exactly, it's because of raid after raid, after connection, after, after discords, you know, it's networking and, and rating other viewers is one of the best things that Twitch has ever done for their um, community uh, in, of streamers is because they connect others to each other. A hundred percent. And it's, it's everybody it's so hard to grow on Twitch that people have created mm -hmm. communities because it's hard to grow. And I don't know if it's built in or if that's just like a like what it is. Like I feel like Twitch with the money they have, they could build an algorithm that would work better. Like But why would they? <laughs> when it's working. Amaranth is making so much money. <laughs> exactly. That's the other side but of it. Again, I, that's the bottom line. That's the hard part of being a business owner is understanding the human versus business aspect. And yeah. you can't really shit on Bezos for doing what he's always done um because that's that's what he's always done why are people mad about it now like this is how you run a business the bottom line is the most important thing and i used to work with budgets in the movie business and everything right can we spend another half a day on labor when we can just do overtime today and not work tomorrow like right. it's shit like that yeah i i totally get it from we we kind of did a podcast where we broke down the numbers like in a mm -hmm. in like the actual fiscal numbers for do you Twitch. watch devin nash uh, no, I've been told to go watch him a ton. I mean, that's that's how I got into analytics. So yeah. you would love him. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna have to then, Devin. You're I'm coming <laughs> for you, Devin. All right, I'm coming for you, man. But I, I um personally, like, we looked into all the analytics, the numbers, and like for example, one of the big everybody knows this because of COVID. It went from 3.5 million to 6.2 million to 9.1 million average concurrent streamers in two years insane. time frame. It's insane. Yeah. So it insane. blew up. It it. it completely blew up so twitch mm -hmm. added on so many new views six million new broadcasters so obviously yeah. it's going to be super hard to find so somebody. you are competing against the city of toronto yes that's a <laughs> terrifying thing to say to that, me <laughs> how the hell are you gonna stand out besides running around young street naked like that's that's it like that's the other know? thing too and on top of that the competition is harder than now than ever not just mm -hmm. the people who are starting streaming but pe yeah. the people like like for example you like you just said you can't just have your camera on and then expect to grow yeah. like it's not 2015 it's not just in tv i'm not an asshole for saying that people no. can like me hey, but it's like no that is an objective truth the so. entire standard of the entire platform has grown and if you don't meet mm -hmm. those new standards you're not going to get yeah. the viewership that you're supposed yeah. you're you yeah. you're you're not even going to have a chance of getting the viewership at that point because yeah. there might be six million new streamers but how many of them are trying this full time? How many of us are actually yeah. doing the things they're supposed to be doing? Probably, I would say out of the 6 million streamers, a quarter of them are streaming consistently. Right. A quarter of that 
are getting above 30 viewers and a quarter of that are getting partnership status. Right. So it's like cut, cut, cut. cut. So it's like incredibly small because those 6 million people probably made a Twitch account. Yeah. Like 70% of them and then never went to Twitch again. Like, right. Yeah. It's it, it makes it rough, man, because it's like I... I get where streamers are coming from and I get like, I want people, I want more streamers. Like I, yeah. I love this. I got my sister into streaming cause I love this. And she saw how much fun I was having and she's been doing her own thing and killing yeah. it, you know? And like, my, my parents happen. were like, what is Twitch? Is it Pornhub? And I'm like, yeah. no, Jesus yeah. guys. But <laughs> like, it's funny because my two best friends actually, you know, Bona and my friend Frankie, we had lunch with my mother on my birthday last year. Like, oh, nice. there you, go. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like, those are like, my I I've never felt so surrounded by friends um with people being so far away from me and yeah. I finally feel like I'm in something in my life that I'm good at and I enjoy and I'm meant to be here and I've spent a lot of my life feeling like I was out of place right and I think that's something that is that is the message my I'm sending myself that pursue this right you know so why did you get into content creation in the first like what was the the thing that made you start that first stream <laughs> uh -oh. um, no, it's, it was. I kind of fell into it. Okay. <laughs> I was on a. I was on. A, I like to be really honest yeah. and transparent about things, and I think that what's really important about it is it shows some vulnerability and it shows that we're all human. Like I'm not gonna have some big Hollywood reason as to why I started streaming. I started streaming because I was on sick leave from work mm -hmm. for um, an overwhelm um, sick leave, mm -hmm. so I quit my job. I got some support um, from the government for being on sick leave and I was able to invest in something online and my partner and I were looking at, he really liked Destiny and I hadn't even picked up a video game in 10 years. This is like two and a half years ago. So this, this is a is month a weird before. weird looking 007. What is this game? <laughs> This is a month before I met Crazy T, right? So this is now all her and I her and I range our relationship on every pumpkin spice latte season that uh, passes. So this okay. is we're going into our fourth pumpkin spice it's latte season. A lot of pumpkin spice, yeah, yeah. I know, right? I've <laughs> got it right here. <laughs> um Um so hype. Um no, so this is August and my partner really liked Destiny and I was like, Why don't you make an Instagram for Destiny. We both had no idea how big this universe was online. Yes, like yeah. I was, it was like, how many Destiny Instagrams are there? But we're like, well, we like Destiny. Maybe other people do too. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so he made it, he made a new Instagram and, um, and which is hero.tempest. That's my partner's Instagram. That's how this that. journey started, yeah. And um, so then I was like, okay, well maybe I'll do that too. And um, I was like, well, I'm not doing anything at home right now. So maybe I should just, maybe I'll pick up gaming because my partner really likes gaming and all this stuff. And so I started playing Destiny. And I was like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing I've ever played. And I was like, I was so fangirling because it was just like embarrassing how slow to the to the role I've been at where I'm just like, wow, this has evolved so much since Ocarina of Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. So then I was like, we talked more about this. We got more into Instagram and we were like, oh, Twitch is a thing. And he's not about Twitch forever. Right. And he just never thought that it was a thing that was, that made sense at the time. Right. So right. then he was working full-time and i was like well why don't i start a twitch so we got all the infrastructure set up we got lighting i got a green screen i had a uh, seth rogan raid alert of his laugh it was really funny i remember that <laughs> you do remember yeah. that? <laughs> i've been lurking dude i'm a lurker i know I'm a lurker. One, of my, one of my favorite um 
alerts I've ever had because it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, I was and great. Yeah, um, but I started streaming and what's really funny is I remember when both Crazy and I were both so anxious about being on camera. We we're both like, like super like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's right. so overwhelming. Um, my first stream was the day Shadowkeep came out and oh. I haven't gone back since. And I just remember I didn't know what I was doing. I was yep. so anxious. I had 30 viewers because I hyped it all up on Instagram. And then I went down to three. Yep. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm not really good at this. Yeah. I'm just a pretty girl that's playing video games. Um, but I learned a lot. And then I've been really streaming ever since on and off. And only in the past five months, I've decided to take a hiatus. Right. I mean, that's how it goes, though. I mean, I, I don't think I think your content, like you said, is going to evolve into something new. And you've already taken that step into branching into um, and leaning heavily into YouTube. And I feel like mm -hmm. your streams now are kind of like icing on the cake. Like your focus yeah, is social media and your focus. It. Yeah, it's icing. It's yeah. like a little extra me time, you know? Yeah. I'm focusing on this. Right. I just, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm kind of the opposite of you. I would, I, um, I started streaming because I've been gaming forever, and yeah. I, I got into streaming because I, I actually was uh, into music. I, I played music. I played guitar for 15 years. I, I, should, I should introduce you to my partner because he's a musician as well, and oh, I think you guys would make great music together. Oh, absolutely. So I, um, <laughs> I, I mean, I play guitar, bass. I do vocals and drums. I do everything, mm -hmm. and I, I ran a school, so I'm a business person too. So streaming wow. to me made a lot of sense. I own two. I own a business right now. I've owned two businesses before. Unfortunately. You're an entrepreneur. No wonder you're, you're getting burnt out. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's, it gets a little, uh, a little crazy. But the mm -hmm. co but content to me, whether it's the form of music or streaming or video editing, mm -hmm. whatever, it's always been my... So it's like, ah, wusa, like, I get to like do the thing I like to do. So cool. Yeah, it's like, it's like the, the home base, right? Mm -hmm. The hard part with, with that being home base is I try to treat it sometimes like a business mm -hmm. and i know it's counterintuitive because you're not you, you're supposed to treat it like a business but mm -hmm. i'm a crazy person so i will like treat it like a business like i get like really in the weeds like i'll plan things way too much and then on top of that on top of that while managing life and on mm -hmm. managing everything else it just becomes untenable sometimes and um i guess my biggest thing <laughs> as a content creator is trying to figure out that is the hard thing i trying to figure that's my cross to bear as a but content creator the thing is oh there's a cat right here sorry hello, my cat. cat was like hello <laughs> um i think the thing you're gonna you really you think you know this already um but i think you haven't really maybe come to terms with it is that to be successful in this you will end up losing the joy for it oh and right you know, in the heart. do you think you think pokemon wants to play valorant every day that's true Ooh, that's yeah, a good them, question. All of them wanted to play Among Us for a year straight. Oh. Like, how awful would that have been? You know, Ooh. but they get they get paid a lot for that. This is true. And so, but if you want to be that caliber of success, you have to bite the bullet and understand that if this is your safe space, dude, this might not be where you should grow your business. Because if this is so important to your mental health and your well-being, you can grow a really great community. You don't have to take it as seriously as that. But if you are if you are ranking success as of, on a fiscal level, this will no longer be joyful for you. No, I think that's what that's before I started the journey a year ago, like mm -hmm. didn't really started caring. My number one goal of my channel and for me, period, is I want there to be two things people come here. I want them to say, wow, 
Mm-hmm. Like there has to be something in the channel, whether it's an alert, a command, a, a reaction idea. Seth something. Rogen raid alert. Like. Exactly. Something. Anything that says, like, gives it like a wow type feel. And then number two, yeah. I want somebody to, to like have fun and laugh. And one one stupid thing I say or something they see on the screen, like there should be something. So you really get joy from being an entertainer. Yes. And that's, so it's not necessarily fiscally about that. And for me, for example, like I also stopped, like I used to be a Destiny streamer. That's what got me into stream. That was my first well, big that's destiny been, that's game been a lot of us in our group of of creators is that we all first started with destiny right and so for me it was like i i moved away from like oh i'm gonna do this as a business to like oh i just want to make sure people are having fun and so that's really yep. been great for my mental health you've been able to separate that okay that's really and good. so that's also helped me for example like i don't get stuck in a game anymore period yeah. i just had to blow kiss to, to oh, dizzy hi dizzy I know, we hi, were just, dizzy, your ears must have been burning we've talked about you about eight times you. today just a couple of times uh, like baby uh, all dizzy. day yeah all day long <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah, all, only bad things dizzy only bad things <laughs> <laughs> his giant bum bum <laughs> right exactly I don't, we were dizzy. talking about a very serious topic and then we just got distracted by no, his I, amazing I mean, glutes. I mean, to be fair his his glutes are incredible i'm v- i'm very very busy the biggest My, booty on twitch it's crazy it's insane if anybody doesn't know i'm sorry but uh di- go to disney's stream <laughs> And just yeah. uh, just look up any of tw- like Twitter. I think it has uh, the best picture. Oh. I might have been lurking. It might do, be do you remember Dizzy's um, raid uh, trailer where he'd get raided and he'd play a trailer? Yes. Talking about twerking on the internet, I just like I fell in love with that guy because I'm like this yeah, guy is so Fortnite. funny. <laughs> we play Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> that remember how we were talking about the puddle and the, the pebble? That is a pebble right there. My favorite rippled. was. He- yeah. You know? So people don't realize, but he made one where he made um, what was the video? I still remember it. Is before the the other raid scene, he made one where it was a commercial he made. The commercial first. Yeah, the streaming. commercial one. Yeah, that was that a great one. Was, that one, we talked about that. Sorry, I interviewed him and Miss Dizzy, and I'm a little bit late on releasing them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> um, but we talked about that, and we talked about how that was one of my first impressions of him was his trailer for streaming, and I was like, this guy is so fucking creative. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, oh, speaking of which, we have a question I'm in the watching. chat for you. I know, I t- I'm so sorry. We have a, we're going to answer it. Yeah. yeah, so this is a big one. All right, so mm-hmm. with the hate bots who also join mm-hmm. viewers area while we're streaming you know what advice yeah, would you give to the fortune yeah what would you give to those who are new to streaming but don't know anything about hate bots or trolls or how basically how do you deal with hate bots in rude people in your chat i have an answer but i want to hear your answer um so when i, when I first started streaming um i made the error of broadcasting that I was starting streaming on my personal Twitter and my personal Facebook and my personal Instagram because I was just so excited about this, right? Unfortunately, when you're in your 20s, um, you piss a lot of people off. (laughs) Um, So including people that you wouldn't date in college. So um, I got hate botted by, not botted, but hate rated by um, people that I did not have a good separation from when I was in my early 20s and my college days. So that was really scary. And this is before T and I were really good friends. So I didn't really have anybody in my chat to defend me. And I was like not in a good place mentally either. I just started streaming to try to find more about myself and stuff like that. Um, so that was really scary. That was probably scarier for me than getting hate botted um, because I knew these people. And it really just was a stab in my stomach to be like, you know, we're all 
past 30. I'm almost 30. Like there's things that you hope people would get over. And that has stayed with me. I'm talking about this now and it's been two and a half years. And it just right. really, my ex-boyfriend was a part of that group. So it really Oof. made me sad to be like, I thought that, you know, my college sweetheart. Right. And I'm like, oh, I thought that you were better than this, you know? That's crazy. So yeah. And so it happens. Um, but I think getting hate-botted, I just want, I was sharing that story to empathize and say, yeah, like it's really gross when that happened. But, um, when, uh, Hmm. If you get hate botted and you're new to streaming on Twitch, it forces you to look at, um, are you a whole enough person to not let these broken, hurt people spread gross things into your chat, put negative energy into your chat? You have a choice to take on that negative energy. So this is a, a metaphor that I use in daily conflict of something called an energy ball. So if someone's in your chat uh, promoting hate, and you don't, you're new to streaming, so I'm assuming you wouldn't have a full mod team. They're passing negativity to you through their chat and it, they're passing the ball to you. You have a choice to react, hold the ball, pass it back to them negatively, or drop the ball. And that's banning them and blocking right. them and preventing them from joining your chat. That is a lot of labor to do um, when you're a new streamer. So I would suggest that would be when you just take a pause from streaming, you would take a week off, you wouldn't stream because you have to protect yourself because you're finding you're finding yourself and you're finding your niche and you're finding your value system online, which is different than your IRL value system. Um, right. But I think that getting started, you have to protect yourself first and foremost, and you're never going to have, no, not everyone's going to like you. There's a lot of people that don't like me and that's fine because that means that we don't have the same value system, but people that are hate botting, that is out of your control and that's going to happen. And a lot of people I know in my community have had that happen to them and they're like, it just, it sucks. It is what it is. And you have to move on. Think of it in a good way though. Cause when you get hate botted, someone has found your channel and they want to piss you off. Yeah. <laughs> so you made impact hate. on somebody. Yeah. My, uh, my big thing is you have to be a warden of your channel. Yeah. Like you're not, you have to be vigilant of people that are like, we always use this. I use this terminology all the time. Zion, this is like the 30th time he's going to hear this, but yeah. Te, you know, there's a, there's a rule in the Marine Corps. 10% of everybody's an asshole. Yep. You know, you get the top 10% of people who are the nicest people in the world. You got the mad, eh? yeah, 80% <laughs> that are just kind of chilling. And then you got yep. the 10% at the bottom who are always assholes. There's nothing you can do about it. Yep. And so in a, you can do about it. Yeah, in a world of 7.2 billion people, there's a lot of assholes. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. there's nothing much you can do about hurt it. People but, hurt people. You can't control that. No. And I think the one thing, too, I think that he's alluding to a little bit, a little bit of subtext here is that. If you're new, you want every single viewer in yeah. every single chatter to yeah. to like you or to be you're with you. For that, because yeah. you don't have that number of validation. But again, that is: are you looking for the validation? And if you are conscious of that, that's okay. But you have to be aware that looking for validation will bring some unsavory individuals. If you're not discerning about the kind of validation you need, it's not. Even, and I would go one step further than just validation. It's also about do you really need negativity even if it counts as a view yeah great point i you mean does i mean i've always uh i know how to deal with assholes because i uh, i was in the marine corps and i was also in sales and i've done a lot of damn things in my life so <laughs> and i run a business so you know i deal you, with assholes so you, must, you must hate the office then that show oh god yeah yeah no, it's, i love it i love it so bad i only worked in sales for six months and i was like i'm gonna shoot myself i did like, sales for awful. eight years like Ooh. yeah i did sales That's a lot gnarly. a lot of different sales and people mm -hmm. suck sometimes and the thing is like and people hate salesmen 
Yes, they do. So I always got shit on, you know, but mm -hmm. the thing is, you just have to let it flow through you. But the big thing I do on Twitch, like if somebody's an asshole in my chat, I ban them immediately. I don't even yeah, think no, about it. You just don't even think about it. It doesn't yeah. even matter. It, it, so even if I, when I first started streaming, the same thing, if somebody started mm -hmm. to be a troll in my chat, they're gone. Like, I'm not even going to deal with, even if I had zero viewers, go. like, I don't yeah. care. You, know? you don't even care because it's, you have, you have enough self-respect for yourself to know this is not worth the five minutes I'm going to deal with bantering with this person, ban them right away and deal with it later. If it was actually someone that was, that I misunderstood their intention, that's fine. Yep. I banned someone for having an argument with one of my mods in my chat. And I'd ask this person to stop discussing this right now in my chat. I gave him a verbal warning and it was someone that I knew of through other people. Right. But I'm like, it doesn't matter because you are, you are disrespecting someone that I hold so highly in my viewpoint that I will not allow you to talk to my, my mod this way. So you're banned. Yeah. It's your house. Don't let yeah. somebody come into your house as an asshole. Kick them out. So if you're, if you're yeah. hosted a party and someone's kicking over the punch bowl, get them out. Like, yeah, it is what it is. Like, everybody's having a good time here. They don't need to be here. Mm -hmm. You nope. know what I mean? Nope. And he's also asking for Zion, okay, as well. My question for all three of you is, do you have to add your own personal Twitter, IG, or Facebook to your Twitch profile or no? Nope. No, I, nope. I made nope. my own. Nope. I made nope. my own. Yeah, level day nope. out. Never, never, never. Oh. Oh. You have to I'm keep yourself safe. On the internet, do not have anything personal linked to your Twitch account. Yep, Zion. I'm gonna, yeah, I mean, you've seen, I have a personal Facebook and then I have the Zion Eat Twitter and I have Twitch. That's all I use. That's yeah. It. yeah. Inst Instagram has some personal stuff on it, but uh, I hardly ever use Instagram. So this is a horror story. This is a horror story for some people. It's spooky time anyway, so let's talk horror stories. Um, Someone, I'm not gonna name any names or give any identifying information because okay. Crazy and I both knew this person um but how can i say this without um you get stalked i don't know one, no one will care but i can't really i i'm respecting this person's growth um they used their personal twitter um and transferred it into their professional twitter and what happens when you have a twitter from 2006 when things have changed and social issues have changed words that you might have once used on your personal twitter and cannot be used canceled. in 2021 mm. and luckily this person hadn't grown enough to be officially canceled but we were a part of something together and that person was now removed from that thing because they had hateful speech on their personal twitter from 2006 Yikes. so that's why another reason why you make a new account because everyone changes everyone evolves but you don't want anyone going back in your old stuff also, like, that's your business. They shouldn't understand who you are, IRL, because that's your safe space. That is your separation. Right. Like, recently, uh, the big NFL scandal that just happened with John Gruden, and he had homophobic and sexist emails that were brought to light. Yeah. And the Raiders released him instantly. Yeah. I mean, you... oh, that's a couple million dollars he'll never get back. Oh, like a good $35 million. Football. Yikes. <laughs> no. uh, so it's that's very true. Like, I unfortunately had facebook when it was still in college and only for college people only for college yeah oh so you were in that because i was in high school when it came out so i was in college <laughs> i have you're college. a little bit older than me yeah and it was uh so some of the things i probably said back then uh, nothing hateful i've never i also think one of those things like i've never been hateful in my fucking life mm -hmm. just period or just no no point he's <laughs> only a toxic piece of shit when they're toxic pieces of shit that i will be toxic yep. back 100 percent. but well, i'm not gonna if you get bag, that's 
I, that's the rule. I'm live and let live, but there's definitely mm -hmm. some times when I was a sad boy summer, and I need to like, I can't delete it. It was like 2006. I was like, delete it. Yeah, you yeah, know? it's gone. It's there. It's there for. Well, and that's the thing. Once it's on the internet, you delete it, but it's still there. It's like, like you when know, you erase your hard drive. It's not erased. It's just recoded. It's right. all still there. Yeah. So, you like know? When so the I, internet uh, is the same way. Any breakups from 2000, like the two early 2000s, like all that stuff's on there. I was like. Oh, really weird quotes like why was i thinking this would be okay to post now i'm sidebar, like sidebar really funny moments about breakups um my you know spotify has its algorithm right no. <laughs> like, you know it's like specifically selected for you this time of year four years ago oh no you were listening to you were listening to everybody hurts on repeat <laughs> and i'm like why would you remind me of this why? this was like the worst breakup of my life Fuck you, spotify. why would you do this to me spotify you, you listen to everybody hurts for 24 hours <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, sorry, I just Thanks, had to Spotify. Speaking yeah. of speaking of algorithms, man, that's crazy. So, all right. So, one of the big questions I ask every single person is, I need to know where do you think you see your content in a year from now? I see myself as being uh, continuing the trajectory that I have right now. Um, my main priority in my life is paying off the amount of debt I accumulated when my income changed when I moved home. <laughs> So that's why I picked up another uh, a full time job, basically, is just so that I can keep that flowing, keep that stable. I'm halfway through it, which is good. Um, Almost done. You know, it's a really big load. I didn't have student loans. I had credit card debt. <laughs> right. Mm. Um, so that is my personal priority. Um, and that's why it's been a little bit slow to the gate for me to be consistent and full on everything. But that doesn't mean I don't have quality to offer. Right. Um, so in the next year, this time next year, I hope to have my season two released i hope to have more unique perspectives i hope to have people that are more impactful in the giant lake of content creation that we have like i have people in mind but my view is that i wanted to get this really big foundation stabilized first which is my first season and right. then i'm going to reach out to some more creators this is it would be like a portfolio of what i've done who i've interviewed and the questions i've asked and i want to be in two years I want to be a respected figurehead in the content world where I have that certificate done. I have people know that I have answers to questions they have. Mm. Um, and I just, I believe that I can do that. But I, as I said, the YouTube game is a very slow moving mountain. Yes. And it's just consistency, like you said, is constant. And, it, and that's mm -hmm. the hard part. I mean, a lot of people don't. Myself included, like I, I go through these, um, I go these peaks and valleys of content where I get an yeah. idea for content and it's like I can't be stopped. I think it's also yeah. ADHD involved there, but yeah. um, but also life gets sabotage. in the way. Yeah, that's also very true. The self sabotage. The cool thing about admitting things. that life gets in the way is it makes you human and it makes you more relatable. Yeah, I mean that's scary to share with your community though because you don't know how they're going to react. I think you made a well, tweet I mean, about I that the other that. day. Yeah, right? yeah, I did, and I was just seeing how like you know there's a lot of people that we probably collectively look up to in the destiny community and i just adore how open they are about things um i battle my own self-esteem issues and my own worth constantly it's being a child of the 90s right it's just like yeah. grunge is a lifestyle for us and you just realize that um sometimes things are good to be shared and sometimes but i also argue the point of your community is not your therapist and i also see that there's people that overshare and they burden their community with that yes. and i don't want to that. grift i don't want to receive money because i'm going through a tragedy in my life because i my plate my safe space is 
um, when I when I bring people into my my content, it's to be informative, it's to be professional, and it's to teach them something they don't already know. If I'm going through a crisis, whether or not it's true, because there are people that have done that on Twitter that are trying yes. to get money from their communities, it's just such a such a steep hill to dance, and um, but also almost to a fault that I won't share with my community. Yeah. And that's, I'm very selective when I do, um, just because like I made that, I made a video for anybody who doesn't know, to go to my Twitter, you'll see a video I posted on Monday. And it was literally right after that, like, I just couldn't get, just couldn't turn on the camera, man. I couldn't get it going. And that was the first time like, it's, I explained it too. It's like, it's been a year of nonstop for me, like non fucking stop. And yeah. I am one of those personalities and types where i will i will work to the bone like i had a little bit of context i started this business this past this past month i haven't had a day off since september 15th yeah and i didn't even that's I not was, healthy dude oh i know yeah. <laughs> like i, I know. know you know yeah you're of I came our generation the other side, yeah i came to the other side of the tunnel and i was like holy shit what I, why did i do that to myself yeah. and it obviously so that i just had to do a full like okay life is crazy everything's crazy just <gasps> reset you know so yeah. but for me i'm definitely never like well i need to make rent can you guys help me um, and what? You know, I, I don't like that that yeah. i shouldn't burn i'm here to make content i'm heard again my two rules for my stream i'm here to make people have fun and mm -hmm. i'm here to to make somebody say wow and if those mm -hmm. things aren't being met i feel like i'm not providing what i uh, promised my community do you remember jenna marbles oh yeah and miranda sings oh yeah yeah so Mold. I always think of no everybody. I know, right? We're we're the <laughs> we're of the we're are we, are we millennials? Is that what we are? You're exactly. you're 88. I'm 89. 89, yeah. So I'm 91, and so like we grew up with the original content creators. Yep. And I always remember I'd be having a really shitty day, and I'll watch How to Trick People into Thinking You're Good Looking by Jenna Marbles, yep. and that always made me laugh. And I was my mood was changed, and it's like how different would we view Jenna Marbles or Miranda Sings, who had her own Netflix series now, 15 years later, um, if we saw them through that divide and they were like oh i just can i pay rent right now it's like there's other resources your community is not your therapist yes yeah and that's there's also another side to that though because like i follow asmongold i i used to play world of warcraft i loved like, oh yeah, yeah i loved asmongold and one thing he does he does something really smart where he has his own personal youtube called zach rar and then he's mm -hmm. got his asmongold account and his asmongold okay. is like filled Separates with the character exactly he's like yeah. that's i think that's the genius way of doing it obviously he's mm -hmm. giant enough where he can do that he's got three mm -hmm. youtube channels all full of different styles and a of lot clips, of vloggers you know? do that too because vloggers will will be more intimate and connected that was one of the notes i wrote down is the beauty of youtube is that you can have youtube and twitch and twitch is an instant access instant connection get that relationship built youtube is that more little insight into your life if you are a streamer you can give them snippets of who you are uh, better viewpoints uh perspectives that they might not have been able to had or mm. in in your chat or even from watching you stream right and that's an interesting topic too because like for example um being able to be you have to have like this fine balance of like people need to know that you're trying but you also mm -hmm. don't want to become over as overburdening them but you also mm -hmm. are a human and even harris heller 
for all of his greatness is also mm-hmm. has days where he's like i'm not having fun here you know like well, it's when being him and that- his partner were going through fertility treatments i was like i felt personally connected to that because right. i've been around for his career journey and i really respected that sharing that he did with his partner and now they're having a baby and you've seen that over the past two years where him and his partner were struggling with infertility treatments and just trying to have a family and you can see how much he loves family like that's a primary value of his and he was able to achieve that goal and then you saw the video of when they got the pregnancy test back and i loved that sharing you know but that wasn't asking for donations or anything it was here is a bit of the story that we've now concluded yeah and i think that's kind of one of the things i love about and this, there's really if we're circling back to content there is no right or wrong way like the content you want to make mm-hmm. you will get better out naturally if you just yeah. make it like you said you said you it earlier to today it. just have to make it like it be garbage Doesn't yeah matter. it could be shit but you have to make it yeah that's yeah. It, i mean that's a lot of people don't want to jump in because they see it as so, so insurmountable but I mean, for example, even some of the best streamers on Twitch, like people mm-hmm. don't realize, oh, look how big they are. They've been, but they've been like, Hasman Gold's been streaming for eight years. years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> eight years. Dr. Lupo, like all of like Professor Broman. I, ha- I have him on my follow channels as well. He has 763 viewers right now, but he was the OG Destiny streamer, one of them, right? Yes, next he to was. Chevy, next to, he was on one of the know? reveals for uh, Taken King or no, uh, mm-hmm. Prison of Elders. He was a, he yeah. did one of the Prison Elders on a live stream with Bungie. Like, that's like, yeah. the, if you're a Destiny streamer, like, holy shit. Like, that's like yeah. the pinnacle. Like, you got to play games with. With the bungee devs exactly. on a reveal for new content like it's crazy you know he was yelling a bunch i do remember that that's how i know mr <laughs> mr bro man <laughs> yeah. i remember him that's how it goes man and that's i think so if there's one we're gonna sort of wrap things up here man but what yep. what is the one big piece of advice for anybody listening like what is the thing that you think they should take away from this conversation today um like if they're just starting out. Sorry, there was another question um, in there. Um, we'll answer after I answer yes. this one, I guess. Um, just starting out, you're going to suck. <laughs> Understand that is a fact. That is an objective truth. And um, don't take that on as like, a, I'm bad. I'm not lovable. That is a separate issue. That is yours to deal with with your therapist. Like it's not, that doesn't mean you're going to be a bad content creator or you are a bad content creator. The coolest part about this is that posting something on Instagram, you're going to provoke a conversation with someone, whether you're there for that conversation or not, you're changing a perspective. You're showing them something beautiful. You're challenging a thought pattern. That is the pebble that you have now struck by posting some content. And whether or not your personal perspective defines that content as good or bad you have to post it and then you learn every time you post something new you're learning and as we were talking about you looked at your tiktoks from two months ago and they're garbage in your eyes but i bet if i looked at them i'd be like yeah you really progressed here you really grew through this i saw something that you were passionate about um have have a have a sounding board have someone that you trust um analyze your content with you and tell and make sure there's someone that will tell you what you're good at too because if you're someone like myself that suffers from low self-esteem every now and then um you have to have someone that looks good but it could be better exactly (laughs) but understand understand when it looks good but it could be better that's not again saying you're bad it's saying you dog how water much, kid <laughs> how much better can you make this like yeah you can this is great but make it better 
Yeah. My personal favorite for Lev exclusively was there was a short he made to TikTok and to YouTube shorts or Twitter shorts. I don't remember which. I don't know. And it was him with the helmet and he was doing a Japanese voice. And it caught a lot of hate because people are like, why are you doing that with Chief's helmet on, you fucking nerd? Get yeah. out of here. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, there were so many negative comments, but it got a lot of views. Got that engagement. People got pissed. Yeah. They were like, because people who are Halo <laughs> nerds are Halo nerds. Like, they just like, if you don't sound like Master Chief They're wearing the helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So they were not happy. You have to know, like, the reason that people are gatekeepers is because they don't have anything else in their life that they're passionate about. So they're going to put all their energy into gatekeeping because they know best. Of course. But the fact is, someone in their life prevented them from doing something that they're passionate about. So doing that skit, you were like, this is fucking hilarious. I love this. And then other people are like, no, this is wrong because I'm not allowed to be free in my own life. So if you know that, then you can take the hate better see that's also great advice right there because you just you gotta you gotta make what you want to make you got i mean obviously don't be a hateful bastard you know or you know but at the same time like if you want to make something funny and you like it i think that's one big thing i'd, I'd want to take away from this podcast that i learned from you today is like if you enjoy making content make it make, make it the content make anything. Yes. yes yes make the content and and then look at it get better you know watch your trends learn mm -hmm. more about seo like that's one thing i'm gonna yep. take away like i'm definitely gonna try I'll to take that, that course, course yes. i'm just so you can have it because i mean it. it's free for i think it was a week or two weeks and then you might as well get some education through that and if yep. you want to spend the 60 bucks do it okay no that's i'm taking that 100 so learning more about seo and posting times and understanding one thing too is uh you know what you like to do in content and then focus on yeah. that so find that niche yeah. and really niche down as much as possible yeah. um that's one thing i'm going to be for my next year that's what i'm working on is really niching down into what i want to do um mm -hmm. as a content creator and how i want to to approach content moving forward yeah um and that's that's what yeah you know, it's kind of like a like a yearly checkup so like, all right, it's been a year. Yeah. This worked. This didn't work. Look at Sully Gnome. Look at, look at Social Blade. You can see where you grew. And those analytics actually really helped me to see. Because um, I, like, again, data speaks more than anything, right? And, yep. and data removes the emotions from it. So if yep. you can see your data and you can see where you're passionate, that will give you the encouragement to continue pursuing something that maybe you thought you were bad at. But if the numbers are showing otherwise, do that. Yeah. Yeah, hundred mm -hmm. percent, and that's how it should be. I think that's that's smart. I mean, getting better at analytics is anybody who's starting out. It looks a little scary, but mm -hmm. I think it is something. If you get better at in the beginning, I think it will help yep. you. I got into the analytics a year ago, and it's been beneficial you're to me. You're gonna love SEO. You're gonna love that course. It's I'm so gonna, cool, I'm and you're like, crazy. "Wow, Google is watching me." That's why we don't have an Alexa in our house. <laughs> <laughs> it sure. really is watching you. <laughs> yeah, and Aragon had a question, but I think you have some content that actually covers this. So this yeah. is a good chance a little hint hint yeah. you should go follow mecca so anybody who's listening at home i will link her youtube in the description below for anybody mm -hmm. who's on spotify or itunes it will be in there but if not you literally can google it's I, I, go ahead and say it youtube.com slash mecca air e-y-r-e yep air not ire mm -hmm. i said iron i messed it up <laughs> earlier so it was air. Guys, all okay. of my friends sees me about that one of my really good partner friends is like mecca air and i'm just worry like, <laughs> it's leveled f yeah, level laugh. Yeah, go to chat. Level laugh. Level laugh. Trust me, two hundred. She's at two hundred six subscribers, and she's gonna get a thousand by end of this. Come on, we're at two thousand. Okay, I want to see everybody click that button. If you're at home, please go subscribe to her. And trust me, her content is amazing. You need to go watch. She's got a ton of different content. She's got a new season coming out. 
of yeah, the pot. Hopefully. When, is, when is that? What's going uh, on my there? Goal, my goal is uh, winter time. So I have some guests lined up, um, but I have had to apologize to them profusely, being like, I have taken on a new job, and I didn't realize the emotional... Because well, having ADHD, you can you hyper-focus on one thing, and yep. then you're just like, oh, I have to do other things too. Oh my God, it's shiny. Oh my God. And you're just like, you know? yeah. So all of my energy goes towards my job, which is cool because I can support myself and my partner, and right. I can pay off that debt I accumulated, um, but it has sacrificed and creative time. So luckily, hopefully, I have a day off a week now coming up in my current schedule, so I'm going to be able to focus on getting those final episodes out. Once those are out, then I'm able to focus on um, booking new talent and getting season two all prepped. Right. Yep. That's awesome. So, Wendy, so hopefully, guys, again, Winter. you won't know unless you follow her again. Follow her everywhere. Thank you, Aragon. Check out. It's got to be Twitter. It's got to be YouTube. It's got to mm-hmm. be Instagram. Follow. Don't yep. just don't trust me on this one. She's got amazing content. <laughs> and if you don't follow her, I will I'm, find I'm you. Fault. I make sure it's perfect. And I'm like, oh, speaking of uh, Twitter, there may have been an announcement that went live during the podcast. I was going to mention it to you off stream. Okay. One of our Osiris gaming members, Wish 5X, just engaged his better half. Oh, oh congratulations, sweet. Wish. Oh, we'll talk. I'm definitely going to say hi to him. I love that. That's the cool, again, streaming community, man. So, community. well, Mecca, I appreciate you being here. And guys, thank you for listening to the Less Than Average podcast. This is uh, episode number 45, which is kind of wild. Thank and, you so much um, for having me. A little bit of a side note uh, Zion Yeet is going to be here in person later this week next week yeah hopefully if if if, uh the healing gets a little bit better over the next couple days (laughs) and i can make a flight without blowing my head up yeah hopefully so we're we're gonna hopefully have the next podcast or a couple of them in person which is gonna be first time we've done this since in, in all this time man but uh thank you to everybody who followed today thank you to everybody who rated today if you're still here Please go follow Mecca. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss any of her content, any of her drops. Be there or be square. Mecca, thank you for being on today. I appreciate you, you so much. Thank you so much for just shooting the shit today and asking me for this opportunity. I really appreciate it, my friend. I learned a ton. And if anybody is at home, you can learn a lot. Just go follow. Don't stop. Don't stop listening. Don't stop. Always <laughs> feel free to make this boomer think over here. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys later. You guys have a nice little one.